How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Dead Jester Productions podcast. I'm your host, Josh, or Jay Moskers. Episode number 207. Special guest this week is T-Pop from the Dungeons and Shinobi podcast. Thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate you stopping by. We've been chatting for a little bit before we started recording here. It's been well, it's been almost uh, 30 minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. We were talking for a while, weren't we? didn't we? realize that. Okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I looked down at the clock. I was like, it's probably been like 10 minutes. No. No, we've just been, yeah. Yeah, in a way. Anyway, you want to tell, I want you to tell people a little bit about uh, Dungeons Shinobi. What does you guys do over there? Yeah, sure. So um, we are a anime D&D podcast. Um, there's a lot of Dungeons, or yeah, Dungeons and Dragons podcasts. Uh, and we decided to take it in a little bit of a different direction. So we actually work off of a homebrew module made by, I think his name's Tommy, but he goes by King. Mm-hmm. Um, he wrote this massive, massive, it's, it's amazing, really, uh, module for Dungeons and Dragons that's modified to be Naruto. So I don't know if you're familiar with Naruto anime. I'm sure you've heard of at least Naruto. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I forget when that originally came out, but I remember watching that on Toonami when I was a kid. And then as I got older, I found out you could just watch anime online and I was like, oh, cool. And so I watched it as it aired on Crunchyroll, I guess at the time. Yeah, yeah, that's oh man. I, I love that you said Toonami because I I feel like I play with a lot of younger people, and mm-hmm. I'm sure that my guys know what uh, Toonami I don't know if is. It's still a thing anymore. I have no idea. I think they recently brought it back. I think they oh, recently okay. brought back Toonami, and it's a. But that was, I mean, Toonami was amazing. That's that's what got me into anime too, because like yeah. that Inuyasha, um, Bleach, you know, all those like classics. Mm-hmm. That's where I uh, first fell in love with anime. Yeah, but, as you were explaining um, your show as well, I turned around to get my water and I rolled my my chair right over my foot. <laughs> oh God! That's why I muted myself. I was like, ah, ah. She's right over my toe. I was like, good lot grief, of, great stuff. A lot of blood, sweat, and tears in this podcast, guys. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> and broken toes. Yeah, uh, you're right. You okay? You oh, we're good. Yeah, we're good to go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But um, but anyway, this is uh. This is a custom homebrewed one. So instead of like uh, regular D&D where the way I put it is when you're playing Dungeons and Dragons, you're playing something that's kind of like Lord of the Rings, but it's not Lord Mm -hmm. of the Rings. So essentially what we're doing is we're playing something that's like Naruto, but it's not Naruto. So like none of it is actually in um, the actual canon Naruto universe. It's just a completely homebrewed by me. And yeah, we just have so fun. It's just with it. set in the universe, maybe slightly crosses over with like characters or things like that. You mean? Yeah. So the idea is mm-hmm. that, um, in the same way that like in in D anD D, you use Lord of the Rings as a basis because like a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many times you'll hear in like a, a DM say like, "Oh, you know, like that one scene where Gimli does this thing." It's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's basically what we do, except instead of just using Naruto, we talk about because we're all just like anime nerds. We we will use all kinds of references from like different mangas and stuff, too. Oh, okay. uh, so I like to say it's more of like an anime Dungeons and Dragons podcast, but it's definitely heavier into Naruto than anything else just because of the nature of it. I mean, technically, they're all shinobi. We still use the name, uh, you know, like Genin and, and the Jonin and the Hidden okay. Leaf and stuff like yeah. that. But it's all just completely reworked and different just to. And in my in my opinion, it's a little bit darker probably than the normal Naruto. But I don't hmm. know. I guess you could make the argument it's not, depending on like Orochimaru's experiments. But hey, who am I? 
Uh, Do you also have like 500 episodes of filler like the anime? (laughs) (laughs) No, we're working on it. So far, we got about 15 episodes of filler. (laughs) (laughs) I I remember like like I said, growing up, I watched it on Toonami and I saw I don't know if they were just like re like replaying old episodes at the time, but I caught it like at the start and then I, you know, I kept up with it as it was released. And then there was a time for a lot for a while, like years where I just didn't watch it at all. And like I said, I, I found like Crunchyroll or something. I was like, oh, I'll watch it online. Got caught up, realized they did the uh, uh, Shippuden. So mm-hmm. like they're growing up like teenagers or whatever. And I watched a little bit of that, fell back out of it. And then I I guess I just saw that like the, the manga was ending. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I read the end of that. I read all of it, got caught up, finished it. And I was like, all right, that was cool. And then went back and saw like the anime. I forget how close the anime was to the end at that point. But I remember like looking at it, I was like seeing like uh, people like reviewing it and things like you can skip these episodes. These are filler. And it's like, I think it was like 70% of the series was filler or something. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Holy, cr- holy crap. Yeah, my buddy's yeah. trying to finish it right now. He was um, he didn't really like do anime as a kid or whatever so i'm I'm like infecting him with that who's my old uh mm. college roommate and he's been watching it now and every day he'll get on like uh you know we play like video games and stuff together pretty frequently and he'll be like oh my god i just got to this part oh my god i just got to this part but then he'll he i can't remember what it was it was like the other day he was like dude how many fucking episodes of filler are there because if i have to watch one more thing of them going back in time as kids i'm gonna freak out and i'm like yeah they have lists for that dude like i looked it up of the first part before shipping in like the original series is 220 episodes 91 are filler episodes that's wild it's more than 40 percent uh Shippuden, uh where does it say it's hoping it would see oh it's 500 episodes and 188 of those are filler. Jesus. So about 38%. Yeah. So roughly 40% chunk. of the entire series is, is filler, which is crazy. Well, yeah. And that's um, like, I, I don't know if it's the case with this one, but I know that in a lot of cases it'll be, they're making an anime off of a manga and the manga takes longer. So yeah, they catch up. Yeah. yeah they got to make episodes because they have to meet their weekly uh, mm-hmm. thing but they don't have any material to go off of and unless they do something like Full Metal Alchemist where they just come up with a completely new ending uh, <laughs> it's like what are you going to do you know yeah so. no I get why they did it and there's a show I watched that uh, well it's a, it's a series I read called World Trigger and that's one where like the author is constantly experiencing health problems so oh, the Season one, I don't remember how many episodes there are. I'm not so invested that I keep track of a lot of these things. But like season one, like got caught up and like, all right, well, we want to keep the show going. So they added in like seven episodes of filler at the end of the season or whatever. And people are like, oh, this is not great at all. It just completely different vibe from the rest of the show. And then he kept working ahead for a while. Like the show's off the air for a couple of years, maybe. They came back to season two. And they didn't add filler, but they slowed the pace down a little bit just through like long shots, like panning shots and things like that. Stare downs, whatever. Like they just dragged it out a little bit. So the season didn't quite catch up to like where he was even at the manga at that point. And so he's it's been coming out little by little, but 
if they do a third season, it's going to catch up very quickly. And uh, I'm concerned because I do not need, like I said, like going back and rewatching like the Naruto ship, and I was like, this is jarring. Or yeah. just like, all this extra crap just thrown in here nonsensically. Like you said, like jumping back in time. I remember like skimming through the episodes. I was like, how many are there? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh my God. And then like at the end, like I think they get like, consumed by the tree or something in that and i think they have specific like episode like few episodes per character for every single character after they've been like trapped in the, like, the dream and yeah everyone, like ten ten and his little arc yeah yeah like, oh my god like the manga's over you don't need to do this anymore <laughs> i know right i think they were just doing that for them well and i mean it's such a cash cow look at boruto you know oh, sure. <laughs> i i've not looked at that i've not watched that at all read any of it uh, you're not missing out on much i've been reading the manga i haven't watched any of the anime but i read the manga and it's like i'm on the i'm I'm up to date with it currently and yeah, it's okay. just like I, I mean it's that whole i feel like a lot of i don't know if it's like a japanese thing or what but i feel like a lot of the uh animes go into this pitfall of like we need to make the thing bigger and badder you know <laughs> Like it's, it's always just got a, a constantly scaling power level. Yeah, it's like it's, yeah. I mean, like Dragon Ball Z style. You know, it's just like mm -hmm. God mode, then extra God mode, then then super red hair. It gets to the point where it's like, <laughs> all right, but like where it, it, you can only suspend your disbelief to a certain. I get that it's like ridiculous, like cartoons, like and stuff like that. Right. But like I'll use like Naruto as an example because I'm not. It's the only one I'm like super familiar with. Where it's like, this is the person that created our abilities, like the chakra and everything. It's like, oh, okay. It's like, wait, where did all, where the hell did all these people come from? <laughs> well, and that's they in Boruto, yeah. they try to like kind of explore that a little bit. But the thing mm -hmm. is, is there's a guy called Akimoto, I think, who's the one who's actually writing it. And it's not Kishimoto, the um, okay. uh, original writer of the show. So it's like two different peoples. Like mm -hmm. he's picking up the torch from a show that he didn't make. And yeah. it's, he made it more like sci-fi and like aliens oh, okay. and stuff. And it's just so I like the bare plot, like the initial plot where it's like in the future. I know they have like technology now, like more modern technology. And I know yeah, there's like tools. more people from the moon or something. And that was like what I saw just from secondhand information. What do they call it? Scientific ninja tools is what they call them. And it's like, it's yeah. I mean, it's just bringing the, the mecha shit to a, Naruto, which I think is, in my opinion, kind of a misstep because I think the thing that made Naruto cool was that it was so, like, almost traditional in the in the ninja ways type thing. You know, they really right, had a yeah. lot of like ancient, uh, I don't even know themes. I guess you could say going on with them that made mm -hmm. you feel like it was set in like a old, more old time of of Japan where there's more traditional stuff going on. The wear is is a little bit uh older looking you know everyone seemed to be a little bit more mm. rough and gruff and then in this one it's like the main character wears like a, a fancy jacket and you know he's like all about style and everything and it's just like what the fuck this is not what i i don't know maybe i'm just old uh, but it's just not my naruto you know i, I feel like <laughs> even the end of the original series was sort of like that because if you look at the beginning it's like like you said it's like yeah. very rough and maybe it's the animation style because it's however many years old it, it is fairly old yeah, and, in the 2000s, I think. But like, I felt like it was way grittier. And I remember seeing a thing on Reddit last week, maybe maybe it was this this most recent week, where it shows the original animation and they redid it. And it's like, 
a lot brighter, a lot more colorful and less like not less violent, but like it's not as nearly as gritty. And it's yeah. like, oh, like in my mind, it like took away from it. It loses its like not necessarily the charm, but like I don't know the, the it lost the weight of it. it was weird yeah, I know what you mean. It's weird. It's like the the color palettes, everything about it, just somehow makes it feel more I, I don't cartoony in a way rather than animated. All the bright colors like take away from like the darkness of it almost, and it's it's weird to see. Yeah, it's like oh, weird. there's I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, it's a. The change in art style really like alters the way you view it. Do you keep up on uh, like anime and mangas really, a whole lot? Or you... I really don't. Part of it is I just don't have the time a lot of the times. Um, well, there's a, like I said, I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say the I like I followed that until it was over. Uh, like I said, I read World Trigger. Like that's the the series I'm like dedicated to now. But unfortunately, it's very slow with the author having all of his health problems. But that's that's one like that's the only series that like i own every uh volume that's been put out so far like i actually own physical copies of it i even have the uh like border briefing file which is like the little informational booklet but it's in japanese so i can't read it (laughs) but like (laughs) wait what's what's the name of it rolled trigger world trigger world trigger okay yeah i'm gonna look that up because i have been looking for a new manga yeah so like it's 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 set in like current times but basically it's people from other like another universe like attack earth and they have like modern sort of style weapons where like uh you swap out your body for like a digital version and do battle with like swords guns all sorts of things and it's it's more tactical than like shonen which is kind of interesting there's the latest arc people it's really split the community based on me just like cursory glancing at the subreddit because it's very slow paced it's them doing like tests and thinking of strategies and coming up with different like bits of information as opposed to combat and so people are like this is so slow and boring and part of it is yeah it's a slow arc and part of it is yeah we've got like 10 chapters over a year and a half (laughs) jeez it's like uh attack on titan (laughs) uh i i watched the first season of that maybe even the second season i don't remember and i read a decent amount of the manga and then i just fell out of it i was like i just can't be bothered just they kinda... just finished it so now's the best time <laughs> yeah part, well, part of me i'm like i i don't want to say i'm boycotting it because i didn't really watch it to begin with too much but like i hate the thing that they did that a lot of shows are doing now where it's like oh the final season we're gonna release it over like three years in four parts it's like geez yeah come on they're doing that and i don't watch this show either but like uh, invincible on i think it's amazon yeah like they're like oh season two the first four episodes come out this year the others come out next year it's like really like yeah it's not episodes, a season like, then yeah it's, <laughs> it's insane that's it's, i mean that's ridiculous. that's the entire that's like the opposite of the definition of season right like yeah you're doing it in one stretch that lasts for a a period of time throughout the year like that's so not a season then essentially doing- season two is four episodes season three will be four episodes and like no wild. no it's one season it's just split it's like no that's that's two seasons it's functionally how that works yeah well, I, I hate that <laughs> attack on titans is um i don't know why it took so long and yeah that was annoying for me too but i'm one of those people where uh if i like something like that i'm really good about just putting it away and forgetting about it until it's done mm-hmm. 
because when they ended this one, actually, I was on a different podcast recently where they wanted to talk about the ending of Attack on Titan. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And they're like, oh, well, it'll be out soon. So I had to binge the entire last season before I even <laughs> got on that uh, podcast. And it was cool. I mean, I, I liked it a lot. But did they change it from the manga? I don't know. I didn't read the manga, actually. Uh, okay. I, only, I don't I didn't read so. most of it either. I just read the end when I found out it was ending. I was like, let's see what happens. And I, yeah. I look at it. I'm like. Well, things have taken a turn from when I last saw this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it gets a little crazy. That's for sure. I yeah. liked it. I mean, a lot of people hated the ending, but I thought it was. I, I mean, it's about as good as it could be. I think when things get built up like that and they get mm -hmm. such a huge following, it's hard to end them, you know? Yeah, like, it, it can because you're never going to please everybody. And then yeah. you get a very vocal minority that don't like it or whatever for one reason or another. It's just it's very difficult. That's not what happened with Game of Thrones. It just sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I never watched Game of Thrones, actually. I'm more of an anime nerd. I swear I've watched I've watched anime like my entire life growing up because I, I don't know why. I've just always been like a, a real big anime I'm nerd. To think, oh, uh, Dan Machi, which is the Americanized like title of the show is like, is it wrong to try and pick up girls in a dungeon? Which <laughs> yeah. is the worst, the worst name possible for people who are like <laughs> Like I enjoy the books. Like I, I read the books and I'm just like, ah oh, man, it's fucking embarrassing. Like uh, I, what are they it's it I don't know if that's Iseki, but I know that that's like a, a whole no, thing. Of, it's just uh, uh it's just a like uh people like it there's a dungeon, there's like gods from like it's a lot of Greek gods, Roman gods, like gods from like all over the you know, the spectrum from different societies. But they come down to earth and uh bestow like they're sort of like powers on the people who venture into like the dungeon under the ground, fight the monsters and it goes down like floor by floor essentially. And uh, it's just, it's a combination of I've that. And then like the political side of it between like the gods trying to take the power for themselves and to an extent sort of, and so on and so forth. I'm pretty sure I have seen that one. I don't know though. It's all right. The, the show is, is all right. The books are much, much better. Yeah, and they're the nineteenth one is coming out in English, I think, in January. Oh, they're still doing it. Oh yeah, there's they're probably just over halfway done, roughly. I think. Man, I came on but, here to talk about anime, and I'm just getting all kinds of recommendations. I'm like adding them, which is weird because I know like almost nothing about most anime. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally just, like the, those couple. I, I think the thing is, is I live on the fringe of anime a lot of the times because I'm always watching. Like me and my wife will just try and find like terrible animes and watch them just for funsies you mm -hmm. know and it, it, it's, uh, i guess more often than not i end up missing the bigger ones because i'm so yeah. busy watching all these stupid ones or like reading all these stupid like right now i'm reading one called like uh how is it new a's exorcist and it's all just like sure weird i'll take your word for shit. it i've never heard of this <laughs> yeah no, even mean, really weird names too so it's hard to understand what's going on like what like it, yeah, I don't know. I couldn't tell you most of them. There was a point in time where I was like, I would literally just have it on in the background while I would be working. This is like 10 years ago, maybe. And yeah. I, just, I had uh, back when I had a Crunchyroll subscription, it's like, all right, just put on whatever. And so I, I did the same thing where I was like, I'm just watching whatever's on. And so it's just a lot of weird ones. And I'm like, I couldn't tell you what's happening. No idea. And people are like, this is why this show is so good. Like all the underlying themes. And I'm like, man, it is just very curvy scantily clad women fighting monsters or whatever i have no fucking <laughs> idea what's going on here 
I know that's that's my wife's biggest complaint too. Is that like why does everything always have to somehow get into being sexualized? That's just yeah, it, it definitely is a lot that. of cases. Yeah, it's like well, there's a there's a new one that's like super popular called Jujutsu Kaisen. I don't know if you've heard of that. I know what that is. My old co-host is a big fan of that, but I never watched it or anything. Yeah, I'm a I really like that one. Um, hmm. it's it's got that like old school Naruto gritty feel, but like. Okay. Reminds me of Full Metal Alchemist, where you know, like the mm-hmm. body modification type stuff, where it's okay, a yeah. lot of uh, blood and death. And stuff. I saw, well, I saw Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which apparently is a good one. Yeah, that's the one you need to watch. You don't gotta watch mm-hmm. the the main one. <laughs> I like the original. The original one was the was the one I grew up on watching, and then mm-hmm. when they came out with Brotherhood, I was like one of those hipster like, kind of people. Just yeah, I was like, well, fuck yeah. this. It's not like the original anime. And then I read the manga and I'm like, oh no, this is the original anime. They no. just fucked up the <laughs> the ending on it. I mean, it's it's still cool to watch. I I, uh, I made my wife watch Brotherhood, and then we watched a little bit of the regular one, and she was like, ah, I'm good on this. It's basically the same story, just longer and more filler <laughs> episodes. But yeah. like, I have a tattoo from that. I have the uh, homunculus tattoo on my back from it. That's, oh, that's okay. Probably my favorite anime, honestly. But um, it's a, it's a solid show. Like, a lot of inspiration from that for our campaign for uh, yeah, Dungeons nice. and Shinobi. I use a lot of uh, their, like, I don't know what you call it, like the militarization of of body experimentation as oh, a. Okay. Uh, that's like the main subplot of the show. If the guys ever stop dicking around with like gingerbread houses or whatever the fuck they're doing, you don't have like debates like forced body modifications by the military why are you all for this <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's not eh, it's kind of like they're in a secret organization at the moment mm. working on it but it's going to get a lot worse soon but uh turns into like a district nine scenario i don't know if you ever saw that movie essentially yeah it's actually going to be right. a lot like that yeah i love district nine that's a great movie um but you know that's spoilers for the future i guess this episode won't be coming out forever and who knows if people who actually listen to my, my podcast will listen to this either. But uh, yeah, it's it, there's a lot of um, lot of lot of overlap when it comes to that in different animes. I use a lot of that as inspiration for the the thing. Not to say I'm like ripping anybody off, but mm-hmm. it's very similar because. But your main character is named Naruto, and he's going to be the next Hokage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the <laughs> the main plot. Of the odds it. are against him, but he's going to win people <laughs> over. Yeah, and he has a. He has a legged beast sealed inside yeah. of him, though. It's not a tailed beast. So we, we changed it up. They got four legs, and nine legs. <laughs> there's there's a, a number of them. They all have different numbers. They all got different numbers. There was, a, I remember, uh, do, you, do you ever hear of the books like Aragon? Like the, it's a series about like dragons. Yeah. Yeah. There's a okay. movie, right? For Aragon? Yeah. It was not good. Yeah. Um, but I, remember, I was in middle school and I don't remember how many of the, I think there's like there three or four books in that series. And so I don't know how many were out at that time, but like I was, I'm, I'm still am, but I was really into writing at the time. And during like my, uh, uh, like study hall period, I would just sit there and write. And the kid that sat next to me, one of my friends would also write all the time. And he's like, Oh, I'm working on this new like story. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. What's about? He's like, yeah, this guy finds like an egg and it turns out to be a drag. I'm like, so Erica, like so he's Erica. like rewriting the story. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome though. I mean, that's that's like cool. I mean, I wish I had any sort of drive like that in middle school. I might be a little bit more successful now. <laughs> I I just dicked around for most of my life, and then I decided to actually try something. 
outside of like online, like YouTube, which I've tanked our YouTube essentially, but just not taking the time to upload content, focusing on the back end stuff with other people. Sorry, like, I was super into YouTube at the time and I actually was successful to an extent with it. Same thing with like Twitch uh, a couple years ago. At the time, like with my writing, like I actually wrote stuff like and, and completed it to an extent, right? Like it was like, all right, I'm done writing. And I put it in like a binder, like laminated and everything's like, this is a completed work. And I did that twice, I think. I did one when I was in middle school and it was like a few hundred page long story. I you did one. Uh, I think it's on the shelf back behind me. I'd have to, I'd have to go check. I'm pretty sure. I know I have it somewhere. If it's That's not awesome. back there, you should do a read uh, of it sometime. <laughs> oh, it's so fucking awful. I, uh, when I, I, I know I, when we moved here into our house here, I had, uh, I'm like I said, I still do writing, but I was like, oh, let me see, like what this is like reading it back, and I'm sitting there like this is written by a retarded child. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> like this is terrible. It's just such like, how do I explain it? It's what like a kid thought would be cool, right? Or it's like. Oh, you got these people like, and they're upright. Like it doesn't read well at all. Yeah. Like, it, I had no like writing skills and, uh, but it's cool. Cause that's where you came from, you know? Like, yeah. It, it's, it's still there. I did that when I was, when I was in second grade, my best friend and I, we wrote like a, a short story. It was like 50 pages maybe. And I remember my grandmother sneaking me into her place of work and making copies of it. We made like 20 copies of this. So we're using up all the ink, all the paper, and we took it back to school and we were selling it for like $2 each. And uh, I was like, oh, we did it. I have no idea what happened to that, unfortunately. <laughs> I wish I had a copy of that. That'd be amazing. Oh, anybody but, out there who's got a copy of uh, Josh's old script, <laughs> send yeah. it in <laughs> or let yeah, us know. So in the that, like I said, the one I did in middle school, and then I did another one, like I think early in high school, like my freshman year in high school, I wrote. I remember taking that. And uh, my one aunt, I uh, we went to a cafe and I sat down and I read the entire thing to her. It was like, like I said, it was only like 200 pages, maybe 150 or so. That's and I sat down and read the whole thing. Very supportive aunt. <laughs> oh, she's awesome. Yeah. And she's, she's very much into writing and her career is based around working with like students. Like she's a professor or not professor, but like uh, she works with students to help them get their, get them on like their career paths. Like she's a counselor essentially. Oh. Uh, but yeah, so she's a very supportive person in general. But yeah, she she sat down, she's listening. She's like, "Oh, this is great! Like, these are things you can do. I really like this." And uh, I remember that I was like, "This is cool." And then I just didn't write anything again for ages. <laughs> it's, yeah, I, I think up. around that time is when I like started focusing back in on YouTube and and podcasting. But always, I grew up I'm in a more a less less in, uh, nurturing environment for creativity. I guess you could mm-hmm. say my my. Uh... My dad is a Marine Vietnam veteran, Mm. um, had me like an oops child. He's like 70 something now. So I've always just had like a super old dad, but he was always just very like fit, you know, 60s, 70s or, you know, I don't know what to say. uh, Post-World War II mentality of like, pick yourself up by the bootstraps and work. I was working in a welding shop ever since I I was that phrase too. It's like, do you know what that means? It means do the impossible. (laughs) Yeah. Get people through the trenches and over over out of the trenches and just running across open fields to, to die almost essentially. Really? I didn't know that's where it came from. Yeah. Huh. It, it's really cause you can't obviously picking yourself up by your bootstraps is impossible cause you'd have to float. And so like uh... they say, like, pick yourself up by your bootstraps, 
we need to it's meant to be like we need to do the impossible which is like cross this you know no you know no man's zone no man's land we need to get over there and take their trench or you know whatever scenario they're in and that's oh, where so it comes it's like from a world war one thing huh i forget if it's world war one world war two it's from trench the it's from the military one. though it's yeah it's that's just meant wild. do the impossible we need to we need to do this yeah well that's just expected of all of us millennials nowadays huh that's that's why every time it comes up i'm like oh i need to do the impossible to scrape by in life interesting awesome thanks Thanks for the encouragement walking around like you rent the place uh (laughs) but the um i I, that was like my family is mormon i don't know if you know anything about that Mm -hmm. uh not gonna comment on that but uh not a fan personally not mormon um and they all had very old school fashioned ideas of what work for men was like so Mm. i've always I, i just i feel like i've been a creative person that was pretty much just stifled if that makes sense like i don't know I, okay. no offense dad if you're listening to this <laughs> um but it just wasn't very into it so i never really tried writing anything i never tried doing anything because i was always just so exhausted from working like a full-time job while i was in high school <laughs> so I, I yeah it's like it's one of those things where it's like man i really wish i, I could have uh tried this out because this is really the first time i've ever just taken time for myself to get creative so when you're talking mm-hmm. about like your uh, uh high school writing and stuff i'm almost jealous because it's like man that's practice right there you know mm-hmm. like practice makes perfect and i'm doing that at 28 uh practicing on my first script with a mm-hmm. D podcast and it's like <laughs> god i wonder how awful this is gonna look in 10 years but hey <laughs> you know yeah. practice it just you just keep going at it you can't worry about how bad you're being at the moment you just try and get better right <laughs> you mentioned like being like stifled and like obviously i have no idea what your experience is like growing up but like in my mind the first thing i think it was like oh like i can see how some people would view it as like all right you need to focus on like things that are actually going to help you in life like it it might just be a perspective thing because like i know like from in my family i have the on on that side of my family everyone is like a scientist or professor in some way they're all very interested in like the arts to begin with so it makes sense that they would be like very open-minded to it and push me into like doing that stuff like i got into anime like i say animation i got into like stick figure animations and stuff like that back in the day when it was popular and i remember my aunt like again like they were all like oh this is cool like this is how you could do this like they're just very supportive of like the arts and just uh going for you know like your dreams as opposed to you need to go to college you need to get a job like it's they're not as interested in like the regimented side of things but on the other side, like on the other hand, it's like, I can totally see why parents would be like, I don't want you focusing on YouTube or writing or, you know, art or whatever. You need to focus on something you can make a career out of. Yeah, because it was I, I I'm God, I wish I had a fucking dollar for every time my dad would say uh, playing video games will never make you money and you need to go to work. Oh, <laughs> oh. It would be I'd love all to meet him and talk about how I made money off of playing video games. Oh, God, I know. Right. <laughs> it's a well, and that's the thing is like I would. Yeah. I, it's like, like I said, he was, he was born in 1950. He's mm-hmm. a different age. So thinking of like playing a video game as being something that could actually be helpful for the future, you know, it didn't make any sense to him. Do you ever and... sit him down and be like, dad, this is PewDiePie. You're in for an <laughs> no. <awakening." laughs> no, I think nowadays this though, we talk to millionaire. <laughs> he's, he's really supportive of, uh, yeah. he's really supportive of me now. Uh, yeah. like he's like, Oh yeah, you're doing a great job, all that stuff. But, um, 
and you know it's nothing against him he's doing the best he could a single father type mm-hmm. thing all that uh yeah i don't but, to put him down i apologize that was right idea. right no no you're fine i like i said he's probably not gonna listen to this he'll be fine um <laughs> oh, in that case <laughs> yeah in that case fuck him no i'm just kidding uh but the um the i would say the biggest thing is anytime i tried to show interest in some sort of like creativity drawing or anything mm-hmm. like that it would always be like yeah that's nice but what are you gonna do to make money you know yeah. like it would be like uh what do you want to do to grow up you should be a doctor you should be this mm-hmm. you should be that you know i mean come from a very poor family so everyone's like you got to go to college. And I did, I went to college. I went to Ohio state university. I got a bachelor's in, uh, human development and family science. And I don't fucking use it at all (laughs) because it's, it's sad and depressing. It's very sad field. (laughs) I went into like social services. I worked in a homeless shelter. I worked in drug and rehabilitation. College is a weird age to decide like your late teens and early twenties, such a weird time to decide like what you want to do with your life. I don't use anything I learned in, I went to three different universities. I don't use any of those. <laughs> what do you mean? You're not using that Java book you got sitting over I, there? No, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't use. I mean, I guess I do use computer science as a skill in general to an extent, but not really. I don't use. Right. I don't use anything in the medical field. Uh, like you know, I went to NC when I was at NC State. I did graphic design, so I do kind of use that. To be fair, but. We'll see, at least you learned something. I, I could tell you what a secure attachment's like or what uh, oh. what kind of a baby <laughs> you might be having, depending on the way it's raised. But uh, mm-hmm. no, no, I didn't teach. They didn't teach me how to use Reaper in that, surprisingly yeah. enough. <laughs> so. It is a weird time to like we live in where it's like I when I was in like right after I, I got out of school, uh, I'm talking about like university age. Like I was like, they tell you to go to college. I'm like, college is a rip off. There's no point. Like you're better off just going, like get a job, like all your skills you can learn online. Yeah. And like <laughs> thinking of it now, I'm like, yeah, it's still true. You can, any skill can be learned online, but really the main value in college at this point is connections, like networking. Yeah. More than anything. And I didn't do like, any of that. <laughs> yeah. Professors can hook you up with like internships and businesses and things like that. And like, that's, you know, just even the people you go to class with might be like, oh, yeah, my dad owns this company. I'm going to go work for him. I just need to get a, an education here first. It's like, oh, I could get a job through like a person like that or whatever. Like the networking is the main value of college at this point, I think. Not necessarily like the educational skill set necessarily. Yeah, I wish somebody like- had told me that because I, I ducked my head in college the whole time and just went to class was pretty much like a nobody you know i didn't talk to mm-hmm. anyone i just kept to myself listen to your buds on the walk there everything like that yeah. and, i'm a loud uh, outgoing person but like i didn't network to an extent like i don't i don't like to party so that didn't help i uh i don't touch like drugs or alcohol or anything so that didn't help i remember there was a kid in my class he's like oh we're doing like a study session or i forget how he framed it and they they uh reserved a room in the library and I go up there. He's like, all right, hey, how's it going, man? Uh, so anyway, yeah, you smoke, right? Like, we, we're all going to smoke. And I'm just like, no, I'm not smoking weed in the library with you. <laughs> oh, that's funny as fuck. It was like, I don't know why you think that's who I am, but whatever. I it's Thank college, you for the compliment, man. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> now, I did too much partying, not enough uh, networking. I would make mm. friends with people, and then I would never meet them again because I'd be – on to the next one, you know? 
Yeah. I never used it like you're supposed to. That's a good tip for any of the kids listening. Use use college as a network because it yeah. is and you need it. Yes. <laughs> Party, do drugs, abuse alcohol. That's how you get to meet people. Uh, yeah, you don't have to don't do, do all that. <laughs> <laughs> you can if you want. I mean, it's there. Trust me. <laughs> you know, who am I to tell you what to do with your life? Yeah, it didn't work out super well for me, but I have some cool memories of like my What's roommates jumping into bit fires. Of crack? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's that? What's a little bit? Of... Okay, maybe not that. Yeah. Hot and just just the worst the possible scenario. It's like yeah. so you're selling your body to men of the night. Who am I to judge? So... Yeah. Hey, it's the oldest profession. So yeah, yeah. That's wild. But no, I. Uh, I, I loved college. I thought it was great. That's where I met my wife. That's where I met my best friend. Uh, it was like the best man at my wedding. But as far as like useful life things go, I, I yeah. didn't learn shit, man. I didn't learn anything from those classes. I just learned a whole bunch of stuff they wanted me to learn for a test and I, immediately forgot it. <laughs> I was going to say, that's how I felt about a lot of it. Like I got frustrated because I felt like I don't need to be taking all these biology classes if I'm here for computer science. Like I don't need to be taking high-end like calculus classes right like this isn't like i understand there are there are fields where this is valuable but man like there is no i mean having a basic like knowledge of biology is good in general like knowing how to like diagnose like medical issues with yourself or whatever or like how to take care of yourself like i get that having that is good and useful but for most the vast majority of people they will never need to use calculus ever in their life i'm like it doesn't make sense that i'm paying to come here and waste my time in this class like why why do i need to do this in order to get a degree in a different field like yeah and especially I mean, for, like, imagine if i went to school for history i wouldn't need to use any of those skills it's just me reading up on things essentially like just knowing the history of stuff like it it it's so weird well, yeah, and the older I've gotten, I've realized that it's all just kind of bullshit anyway, right? Because I, mm-hmm. I have a degree. I got a bachelor's degree in social services now. And if I wanted to, I could go apply to be like uh, work a job in family services or, or whatever. You know, I could be like a case manager or something there. Mm-hmm. But it's been, I graduated in 2020. So it's been four years now since I graduated from then. And I've been uh, technically unemployed now, I guess, uh, since I've been doing this podcast for almost a year now mm-hmm. like what the hell am i gonna remember from college <laughs> that lets me walk into a job and family service and be a case manager nothing they're, they're just gonna teach me what i need to do so like yeah. this piece of paper that got me in the door doesn't really mean dick i don't remember anything from i mean you know obviously it, it would come back to me or whatever i'm sure i have a little bit higher than average knowledge than your average person on raising children maybe uh, yeah. As far as like not even raising them as being a parent, but like, you know, from a, a psychological standpoint and the different um, different like theories and stuff that you can apply to raising a child or whatever. I'm sure I some of those things I might pick up on again quickly. But for the most part, really, realistically, what do I know more than somebody else uh, who would be coming into the job? Because you're just going to teach them the same shit you would teach me. You yeah. know, I might have a little bit better of a, a understanding from an outside perspective uh but it's not gonna it's really not gonna make that big of a difference like it's just wild to me it's it, it seems like it's a barrier that they made to try and keep poor people out of good paying jobs but then poor people started to get in through that barrier so then they were like fuck now we just got to make it 
like what it is. And that's like you said, it's like the networking thing. You know, we never could say that it's you got to know somebody to be able to get this good job. But nowadays, since everybody has the piece of paper that we used to use to gatekeep, now we just have to be like, no, you legit just have to know the right people or else you're not going to get in, you know, and it's just sad. It's like, ah, God, it's just one giant high school. Once you graduate, you just realize everyone's shocking. Yeah. You're like, oh, it turns out everyone's still just massively immature. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 There's no no secret to being an adult. Yeah. And it's interesting, like you'll see like the the requirements for certain positions and in, in jobs where it's like, oh, you need like a bachelor's degree or a master's degree or whatever. It's like, okay, but I have real world experience. Like Yeah. Like not to like put down this person's education, but like I've been doing this for years. Like I'm sure there are a lot of things I know about it that they won't know because they've just been sitting looking at books, you know. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or they've been in classes different, and yeah, different businesses will value it differently. But like so weird. I've never had to use a degree to get into a position that I've worked in. And the I mean the job I have now, uh, you know, even though I plan on leaving, it's like they were asking for a, a bachelor's degree. And I was like, Yeah, I I don't have that in this field. Um, but I've got five years of experience doing it. And I'm like, Okay. Uh how do you think that applies? I'm like pretty darn well <laughs> <laughs> pretty good because i do it <laughs> yeah 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 it's, like i uh, i have absolutely no formal training in uh audio engineering but i would say yeah. over this last year with all of my practice in reaper i would be a better starting out day one audio engineer than i would be a case manager even though yeah. i'm more qualified for the latter you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's just, it's, it's weird. It's like, you can do this thing. And like, if you're motivated enough, you can get yourself into whatever field you want. Mm-hmm. You just can't expect to make money off of it from somebody else. <laughs> you know, like yeah. you have to, you, you got to just have that drive. Like if you want to be a, I, I'm sure there's certain things, obviously, like being a doctor or something like that. You can't just go like experience your way into being a doctor. Yeah. But, uh, for most things, especially when it comes to like dream jobs of a, anything that isn't being a lawyer or doctor, you could probably find a way to get into, you know, mm-hmm. anything that doesn't require that formal training just to pass a, a whatever, you, you could probably mm-hmm. just work your way through and get into it. Like a lot of, the, there's a lot of guys I know who uh, work construction and they work their way up through that to become the foreman or something like that. And all they have is a high school education. But if you want to apply from the outset, you have to have a bachelor's in uh, construction and planning or whatever it is. And uh, it's like those two different routes that people don't tell kids normally, where it's like, you have to go to college to go do this thing. Well, kind of, because if you go to if you don't go to college and you end up working as like the grunt for a while and work your mm-hmm. way up through it, then you realistically could probably be doing the same thing. Hell, I know people who work, uh, you know, store manager jobs at like Walmart that make like a hundred thousand a year. Mm-hmm. It's you could do anything you want, and the money's there. I think college is just one of those like, I, I it's a very important. It's just thing. a different avenue to do it. To well, extent. and I think it's just gotten bloated. Cause like mm. what you said, I mean, it's, it's almost like you have to have professors in there that their entire job exists just because it exists. Like yeah. the, like knowing theoretical math or whatever for a degree where you're going to be, uh, 
I don't know, a painter or something <laughs> like what, what is, what is that realistically applying to? How many, mm -hmm. how many people do you think really need to take theoretical like calculus or whatever the hell it is? Yeah. Uh, and, and not that many, but they still require it on so many degrees. It's like it's a requirement because it's there, because it has to be, because it exists. Like mm -hmm. instead of just having one person who is very knowledgeable in this and they teach one class to seven or eight people who are going to end up, you know, taking up the mantle of whatever this thing is, they require mm -hmm. thousands of people to take this class that they'll never use again, just so that way the professors can have a job and can teach this thing over and over again. And it's like a weird bloated cycle that just keeps like making itself bigger and bigger. And it's like anymore, you know, I went to Ohio state university and I like to say that it's a football, it's a football team with a, with a college attached to it because that's, that's all they ever, a lot of college universities. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I mean, they, it's all about money. It's all about this, all about that. And it's like, mm -hmm. is it really about education? Because you guys seem to put way more effort into football than you do anything else. I mean, don't get me so, wrong. Uh, I family live in state college. So Penn State is a bit of the same way at times. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's sad. I mean, because I'm all for education. I think, uh, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people who might be controversial that think that, you know, university should be free or at the very mm -hmm. least, like way more affordable for people because education is important and having people be educated is necessary. But unnecessary education, in my opinion, almost clogs it up. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's almost like, how can I fit all of this shit into my brain? At a certain point, I feel like I'm almost neglecting the thing that I actually want to be doing just so I can make room in my head for all this bullshit that I have to learn that I'm not even <laughs> going to use after this. It's like, it, part of the I don't know. It's like if you if you try and go to a school that's like more specialized, that cuts out all that extra stuff, it's way more expensive. Yeah, I know. I, I looked at a university that was specializing in film and like graphic arts and it was like seventy two thousand dollars just for two years and i was like my god like i really like this but man it's it's a lot of money yeah <laughs> i yeah, didn't go I mean, obviously that's, but, well and that's another i mean that's another gate right there though yeah that's that's like mm -hmm. uh that's a school for the privileged <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's a school for the people whose mommy and daddy can afford to pay for them to go to that and cut through the bullshit and just get what they need. I used to work for a university that was sort of like that too, where it, yeah. it their, their whole thing is like, we're a very private school. They only have 3,600 people, students. Oh, wow. Uh, you gotta be milking all uh, them then. <laughs> it, I forget the exact number. It fluctuates by like three, roughly every semester. Wow. Where like they and it does not go up or down year on year, really. It's literally right around the exact same number every single year. They're like, no, we want to maintain this uh, because it makes us special. It, you know, it, it's exclusive and it's super expensive. And I remember my my one cousin, this is before I even worked there. He was gonna, he was interested in going there. And he's like, what about scholarships? Like, we don't, you know, you're not going to get much money. Like, you, you just need to pay. You just and have to pay. He's wow. like, I can't come here. Then they're like, okay. <laughs> It's like probably for the best, honestly. Yeah, that's nuts. But yeah, no, it, it that they a lot of places love exclusivity. They're like it makes them feel important. I'm like, what are you getting for that though? Like the education, like especially having worked there, I'm like the education is not better than anywhere else. It's just yeah. you're paying more money to pretend like you're better than other people. Well, because it it's resumes, probably. I you guess. say you went to this place and then you mm -hmm. have, you know, the, the credentials. Oh, this person has money. Good. We should hire them. Exactly. Maybe they oh, can give Gail? us money. Cool. 
here, come yeah. come on board. We don't care what you are. If you're a massive dickhead, just come on in. You got a piece of paper that's fancy. I mean, I fall into the camp of, uh, again, politically controversial, but I think that education and healthcare should just not be something people worry about or go into massive amounts of debt for. I'm not saying it has to be 100% free, mm. but more accessible at the very least. Because yeah, like the, guns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, if it was ex- if it was as accessible it. as guns, we'd have a a lot more educated, healthy people. Hold on, I think you're onto something here. Yeah. What we need to do is start offering a college education with gun purchases. There you go. Then, yeah. then we we solved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can have education. Although here in Ohio, they just got real mad at that. They recently passed a thing where. Uh, you can concealed carry without even having a class anymore. So every idiot and their mom has a fucking gun stuffed in their waistband. <laughs> it's like the wild west out here. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I, I try to avoid not, not that I try to avoid like politics in general. Cause it's, I right. think it is important to like keep up with it and know it's at least going on in general to an extent. But like, I don't want to sit here and just be like depressed reading through all the horrible shit that's happening yeah, either. Yeah. yeah that's but true. like, you know the the main talking points like we need to think about like kids you know we need to think about like our own country before other countries and it's like okay you know in my mind like if we wanted like to improve our country we'd want them to be like the smartest healthiest people on earth you would think and it's like no we don't want that that doesn't make people rich though (laughs) it's like we just (laughs) want our people to be armed we want stupid armed people so when other countries invade they'll blindly obey us and shoot them I, I mean, guess they're doing a great job point. of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, doing we, China job. can't kill us if we kill ourselves first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, because me and Uncle Dan's going to go take the shack. <laughs> We're going to yeah. sit in the deer stand and get us some Koreans. <laughs> the, one, the one company I work with, I was waiting to hear back from them all week. I, I emailed them last Monday as of this recording. So this is the, oh, it's December. We're in December. Good yeah, it's beginning of December. I, if this is any con, if this shows like how like sleep deprived I am at times, like how out of touch I'm with what day it is. <laughs> I know, right? I have no yeah. idea what today was. That's why uh, I missed our first one. I literally didn't even realize what day it was. That was my <laughs> sorry about that. No, I looked at my phone and it popped up, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I was supposed yeah, to talk to. I, I if Josh. if I'm not sitting in my office here, I have like a dry race board calendar to my right, sitting right next to me. If I do, if I'm not sitting here, I have no idea what day it is at anything. <laughs> but like last Thursday was was Thanksgiving, and uh, so I sent them an email on Monday. The company I work with, the one that I work with, on Monday, thinking, okay, maybe there are a couple of them are out of the office because of Thanksgiving, whatever. It's now Friday of the the following week. I still have not heard back from them, and I was talking to my coworker, and she's like, "Yeah, they're not in the office. They're out for hunting season now." And I'm like, "Good grief!" <laughs> I was like, "I'm like, this is this is the people I, I'm dealing with, like." They literally can't show up for work for a week, two weeks for Thanksgiving and then hunting season. All right. Well, and I mean, to be fair, you know, people deserve to have hobbies. Like, I, oh, I, for I, sure. I got nothing against people who want to hunt or, you know, they, they want to do that kind of stuff. My but dad's for the a entire hunter. staff of like 20 some people to take off the entire week. For hunting. Like, you can't no one can check your email like not one person really I just hope i hope they all make it back that's all <laughs> yeah. well it's funny because i had no idea what was going on at first i'm like were they all in like some series is they dead what's happening here like i've heard back from any of them deer. they pulled a dick yeah. cheney yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming uh, up for us 
Takes a <laughs> What's moving around out there? No, Fun, that's a oh, side side story about that. Uh, I think it was called Vice, is the movie right? With uh, it's about Dick Cheney with uh, Christian Bale plays him. Yeah, yeah. And uh, my girlfriend's parents watched that movie, and their review of it was hilarious. They're like, "We didn't really like it. It was too political," and <laughs> we're just like, "It's about a politician." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know what you thought was gonna happen. <laughs> Oh man, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, CNN and stuff, but they just get too political sometimes. It's just, yeah, yeah. it makes no sense. I'm, I'm watching the news and they, they give updates on like they just keep talking about things that are happening in my area, and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, uh, man, uh, yeah, my dad is, is one of those people. I, it's like trying to talk sense into him. He's a retired veteran gets mm-hmm. disabilities because uh he's had like 80 cancers from agent orange and stuff like that mm-hmm. um like it's a miracle he's still around honestly but uh he was talking to me about something I, I can't remember what it was but he said something about how his social security was getting cut because of something they passed recently and he mm-hmm. was like fucking democrats taking away our uh social security stuff and i'm like what the fuck are you talking about dude <laughs> i guarantee you if you look at it it was somebody you voted for that did that like i can't Man, imagine i'd, I'd be Democrat. happy if i was gonna get social security because i know i'm just paying into it oh, yeah. for other people to take it as well there's no way i'm getting that there's no way yeah our generation's fucked out of that no. i don't think anybody is that's why they keep pushing the roth iras and shit they're like you better have your ass covered because the government won't <laughs> yeah no i like my my plan is like I know I'm not, I'm almost positive I'm not going to get it. So I'm just making investments as smartly as I can now. Yep. <laughs> just saving up. Yeah, exactly. All That's... into NFTs. It's going to come back to me, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I put all my money in the doggy coin or doge yeah. coin, whatever yeah. it's called. Dude, uh, board, board <laughs> Ape Yacht Club. It's all in there. there <laughs> yeah. I had oh, a friend who was, when the, when GameStop was doing its whole takeoff thing, mm-hmm. he's like, I'm going to be a day trader. And he like started fucking around with it. And I'm pretty sure he lost almost a thousand dollars. Well, the problem is by the time something becomes like notable, like that you're hearing about on the news, it's too late to invest in it. Yeah. Like in, in that regard, like the GameStop thing in particular, some stuff like for sure you can still invest in it. Like, oh, you know, Tesla stocks going up. It's like, yeah, it, it, it had been going up for a while and it's went up for a while after that. You know, yeah, Microsoft is no one like Apple fucking mouth yeah. shut <laughs> yeah, he's doing a great job of that yeah. yeah they're gonna kill our company they're not advertising but fuck them it's like okay that's a good way fuck to em. get people like you <laughs> yeah well he's playing the hard to get you know it's like the girl in the corner you want to mm-hmm. you, you really want to impress her or whatever because she just has no interest in you and tells you to fuck off so you, you yeah. just try that much harder that's probably so you sit over doing. in the corner and yell bitch at her and uh, <laughs> yeah. wait for her to come over and go out with you yeah. That's, that's his strategy <laughs> come follow me on twitter i mean x uh yeah no, we don't call it x on here no it's twitter unless you're referring to a video you saw on twitter in which case it's an x video x video then yeah. we call it x yeah <laughs> oh my god yeah that's yeah. that's true i guess every time you post a video on there it's an x video now yeah that's the that's only time nice. we refer to it as x because it's it's much funnier that way man but. twitter is a freaking nightmare though it's i got on there the other day and it's like i have uh the account that i run on there is the dungeon shinobi one so Mm -hmm. um i get on there for obviously anime stuff promoting our podcast all that type of thing and i can't fucking get on that app without seeing some sort of porn 
every single time. <laughs> and I've turned on the like safe search. I've turned on as many things as I could and they just cannot filter the porn out. There's so much <laughs> fucking porn on that goddamn thing. I'm like, I don't want to see all this weird anime shit. I'm just here for like Naruto, man. I don't want to like <laughs> look at people's weird drawings of Naruto and Sasuke fucking getting it on. <laughs> I'm good. Like, ah, uh, Christ. I, I, I don't know if it's just like, human beings or if it's just twitter uh but it, it, it's such a mess i tried i can't get on there half the time it's sad i don't do social media in general anyway it's mostly just like reddit and stuff for my own personal thing but it's like i don't see the appeal of how people would even get on this and have fun uh, if i wasn't doing it to try and promote something there's no fucking way i would be on no. this website yeah to me to me like it's the same thing with facebook where people just love they, they form these echo channels. Sometimes like it's a lot of times it's like subconsciously where they just block things they don't want to see and yeah. they don't realize like, oh, they've just made an echo chamber. So they're happy to hop on like Facebook and, and Twitter where it's like, oh, this is great. Like these people like I agree. Like this is great. It's like finally sensible people. And it's like, yeah, but you blocked off everyone else. <laughs> yeah, right. Like that's why. That's why yeah. every time you see a scientific study about like wearing masks or something, it's always... Mm -hmm going to be in your favor no matter what side you fall on yeah. you, you don't follow anybody else so it's part of the problem with like targeted advertising too is like it's the same sort of thing with google results like they're gonna put it to like the results are gonna show like things that you've uh already shown like a, a an interest in to an extent where it's like okay yeah Maybe. like this guy likes this guy Maybe. likes naruto so if he's searching like uh swords on google now it's gonna be like oh katanas and yeah, it might pull up like katanas that used in like naruto or whatever like it's it's gonna skew that that sort of direction yeah but it goes further than that man they fucking they're mm -hmm. listening all the time i'm not like yeah. being conspiracy theory this is legit the other day we were talking about uh i can't remember me and my wife were talking about something and i think i was making a joke about like D jason aldean doing uh um Ah, oh, was it Roblox? Because Roblox keeps having all these stupid ads where they're like, oh, come to like State Farm in Roblox and hang out with whoever your favorite person is. So I was making like a joke. Is this not with a her. children's game? What is it? It's a children's game? game. Yeah, I don't know. Dude. Why would it's just... State Farm? <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. They have like State Farm Winter Wonderland. I, I don't know. I've heard the ad a thousand and a half times. But uh, audience? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What they're... You know what? That's a good point. Who the fuck are they trying to insure? I never even thought Kids, about that. Kids, do you like affordable home insurance? What's <laughs> yeah, that? Right? Don't worry about it. <laughs> have Jason, Jason all think about it. Who's that? Don't worry about it. <laughs> but that's the thing. I never listen to country and I don't fucking play Roblox. And the other day I was on Reddit and like five different like country tour things popped up in there. And I was like, I never search any of this. So they had to have listened to the conversation where I was making jokes about Roblox and Jason Aldean. And here I am saying it again. I bet you I'm going to get a million fucking Jason that Aldean roblox things that it's definitely wild. happens with amazon because we have the amazon devices throughout our house yeah and we were in talking like right before we got our dog we were talking about it constantly obviously and it's like oh we got dog food like the bowl like everything like i'm talking about all the stuff we need to get and so we're just talking about the dog or just dogs in general constantly and then in amazon it's like oh recommended for you dog you know blankets dog like uh, seat covers it's like yep yeah they're just yep. they're creeping on me they're listening. Yeah, I know. We got yeah. an echo in like every room because I'm a I'm a podcast maniac. I um, 
listen to like if I'm not doing something, mm-hmm. I, I'm a very auditory person, so I have to have like music or, or a yes. conversation or something in the background. Mm-hmm. So I just will tell Alexa wherever I'm at, like, hey, play this, play that. Um and yeah, it's 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 ridiculous the stuff that they listen to. Sometimes I don't know if yours does this, but does yours randomly just like say shit? Ours yeah. recently. Oh yeah, been- we'll be there's I've talked about this on the show before, but like one example is like we'll be sitting in like the living room watching TV and the one in the kit we have the uh the show like the 11 inch like the big echo show in the kitchen mm-hmm. uh with the big display and it'll just like pop on and be like oh we wanted to let you know like that this is available and you can try this it's like what no no yeah like, like what the fuck with that like we'll be there's there's a couple instances where we'll, we'll be going to bed and our bedroom's on the other side of the house and the one in the kitchen or like in the living room we'll start talking about like the weather yeah like, there is nothing we said even remotely close to that like it's nothing resembling crazy. weather we weren't even talking and it just pops on and it's super creepy yeah i'll be in the kitchen like because uh i'm the I, I call myself the house husband first and foremost mm-hmm. and I, I always make meals and stuff for my wife for work and i'll be in the kitchen cooking and it will randomly like stop whatever i'm listening to and just be like i couldn't find any results for blah blah yeah. blah and i'm like i didn't fucking say shit it's super <laughs> creepy Cause like, we'll be, like I said, we'll be sitting in the living room and we'll just have like the lights dimmed or whatever. And we'll just be like reading or something and it'll just talk. And it's like, this is horrifying. Yeah. It's like no one said there's been no noise whatsoever. So there's nothing for it to react to. Or like but, the light, there's like a little blue light on it. that will just pop up randomly. Yeah. Like yellow. It's just like, it, it'll randomly it, pop up and it's like, that's what what's creepy at night. Like when we're, we're like, we'll be asleep or like laying in bed and the light comes on. It's like, what is it doing? Oh, do you have it hooked up to the lights? Oh, fuck that. Oh, well, that's a separate thing. I meant like the blue light will turn on as oh, if it's responding to thing. Yeah. We, yeah. I, I've had for like 10 years, I've had like hue bulbs, like the Philips hue bulbs. And yeah. we have them in every room of the house. Not every light is a, a hue bulb, but we have at least one in every room. So like when we come home at night, we can just turn it on and it's nice and convenient. And there was a time, and I know I talked about this on the show. There was a time like a couple months ago, we we're laying in bed. And it's just, we have the blackout curtains in, in the rooms. So it is, it's always pitch black at night in our place. Yeah. And we're laying there. And if you have the smart bulbs, do you know it's not like a flash when they turn on? It's like a, it's quick, but it's like a gradual. Yeah. Like, turn on. And yeah. we're laying in bed and the light, one of the lights in the living room turns on. And it's like, what the hell? That's creepy. And I go out and I'm like, hey, turn off the light. And it turns it off. I go back to bed and like five minutes go by. And the light comes back on. I'm like, that is freaking creepy. <laughs> and I go out and I turn it off again. I'm like, this better not happen again. And like another like five, 10 minutes goes by and it turns on. And I'm like, I'm done with this. I go out, I take the bulb out. I unplug <laughs> the lamp. I'm like, I'll deal with this in the morning. It would have been creepier if it turned back on. If it turned back on. I was just thinking yeah. that the light bulb you but, put it on the table and it turned Yeah, I on. think that, that was a result of the bulb just being old. I think the bulb was like, 10 or 12 years old or something mm-hmm. it was it was an original hue bulb that i bought literally after right after they launched so i think it was just a bad bulb um well hell, last 10 years since. i'd say it was a good bulb yeah <laughs> but uh yeah but yeah like i think that was just the case it was just old and it was it run its course yeah we um, thought about yeah, doing that super creepy just that's the thing that freaks me out is like black when the light comes up. i'm just i'm just glad it, it was like one of the white bulbs Cause we have some of the colored ones and mm. 
as a gag sometimes like i'll change it to red and so like my girlfriend will come back in the room it's like red evil looking lights i'm like yeah can you imagine if that if it turned on at night and it was just red lights turning on it's like oh god it starts yep. it starts We're playing cursed. welcome to the jungle in the in the alexa oh. thing in the Roomba starts attacking you or something i i did that to her once too i was in the office <laughs> here and i just i turned on the Roomba. i turned the lights on and off i just having them flicker and then we have uh one of the dyson like bladeless fans i just turned that on i'm like <laughs> On one hand, it's nice that we have all these things that we can just remotely control. Like the, you know, we had the AC unit at the time. And I was like, it's nice being able to control this. Like when we're on the road, like I don't want all this stuff running when we're not home. Like if we're right. going to be gone for like a week, I'm like, I don't want the air running. Like it's it's not worth paying for it. So I'll turn it on like right when we leave. But like she's sitting in the living room and I'm just in here in the office. And I'm like, I'll just turn everything on and see what happens. <laughs> and she's like, well, what's going on? She said, I think I'm being haunted by an electric ghost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when it goes awry, it's, it's terrifying, especially at night when it's dead silent, completely pitch black, lights are coming on. Oh, you know, man, I can only imagine. It's That's, creepy. We've been, we've been talking about, like, doing that with our lights and stuff because we mm-hmm. live in a super old it house. Is, it, to be fair, it is super nice and convenient having the lights like that. The only thing I'm worried about is just like that where it's like turning on randomly and stuff. Like I said, that only happened that only happened once in like the 12 years I've had it. Uh, and true. it was just one bulb at the end of its life cycle. I it other than that, I've never had a problem. I just it, need them it, to to have a lawnmower. That's what I need. Uh, one of those like Roomba lawnmower things. Have you seen that? I yeah, I looked at getting one of those at one point and I was like, I just I'm not that lazy yet. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty fucking lazy. I would do it. It takes it takes us 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, my yard takes like about an hour to do, but I uh, got a push mower. Um, but enough. the only thing that uh, scares me is I got a little wiener dog, and mm. uh, I just don't know if he'd survive. <laughs> God, that would I be the most, that would be the saddest, most terrifying thing in the world for him is if there's like a little robot with blades chasing him <laughs> around the fucking yard. It's, it's weird. <laughs> Cause like I, I'm all, I'm definitely one of the people where it's like, I'm always for like new technologies, getting the coolest tech and just being as current as possible. But at the same time, I also do like weigh it out. Like, am I getting my money back in this? Like, is it worth it? Excuse me. Right. And for like, for like the, I don't know what they're called, like the Roomba lawnmowers. Like I'm, I'm like, how long will it take me to recoup my, my money in this where it's like, it doesn't it'll save me like a few minutes or whatever like it wouldn't it wouldn't be that bad but like i'm i don't know how much they are but like even if it's like i'll make up like eight hundred dollars i don't think that's completely unreasonable i'm like eight hundred dollars like how much am i paying for electricity on top of that to charge it not much but like how much is that in gas like how many times could i mow the lawn and you know using the the riding mower like yeah quite a few times And like the thing I've seen too is that uh, like as we were thinking about switching over to from our gas car to an electric car, they have like mm-hmm. a cool thing here in Ohio where they'll do I think it's like some sort of a rebate. Basically, the government will pay for. Uh, so we were thinking about doing that because like we we got solar panels off of that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really nice. But the when I was looking it up, they say that to be the most eco like I guess. What are they? Jesus, oh, Christ. Jesus Christ, I can't think. Environmental friendly. Mm-hmm. Use the gas one as long as you can because all you're doing is sending it off to a scrapyard. You know what I mean? Like you're sending yeah. that off to go be waste to supposedly be more 
you know, environmentally friendly, but really you're just adding to junk. So it's a weird balance we find ourselves in, isn't it? I feel like our parents never had to deal with this kind of shit. Like no. <laughs> they didn't care. They just bought whatever they wanted, did whatever they wanted. It's like they, they didn't care about if the world was going to end because I bought a fucking lawnmower. <laughs> like I was, wild. I was looking this up while you were talking as well. And, uh, the the prices for these robot lawnmowers range from one thousand dollars to twenty five hundred. Holy shit! And the thousand dollar one is the cheapest one. It's on it's on sale forty percent off right now for six hundred. But just... the majority of them are like a thousand to we'll say fifteen hundred basically. I just feel like your yard would turn into a horror show of like dead animals. You know, one like of you're the, get one like our neighbors or... has one, but I mean, their yard's like, eh, it's super small anyway. I feel like if you have any reasonable amount of space, like it just won't have the battery to do it. I also, like I said, if it's anything like the Roomba, I have the original, one of the original style Roombas as well. So like I'm manually emptying it where I know the new ones have like the towers that will like suck yeah. out the debris and stuff. I don't know how well they work. I haven't bothered looking into it. But like oh, if it's mine. anything like that where you're having to clean it out relatively frequently, it's just not worth the hassle in my mind, spending all what? this extra money on it. And like, what does your yard look like after that? You know what I mean? Like yeah. do you have like a bunch of little lines and then like one part's a little more grown because it died there or like I it just it seems weird. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. If anything, I would just get one of those uh electric like push mowers because those things are sweet. Mm-hmm. They're like silent. It's nice. But, I could uh, uh I, I don't know if it was the last guest I was talking to me. It was a coworker. My grandfather always trying to pawn stuff off on me whenever we <laughs> go to see him. And I remember one time, this is ages ago, I was just rooting through his shed, one of his sheds for something. And I was like, oh, you got one of these. And it's one of the like old school lawn, like mowers where it's just you push it and it has the rotating blades. Oh, yeah. I don't, uh, it's just I don't know if it has a specific, a specific name. But he's like, you can have that. I'm like, why would I want this? <laughs> Dude, I want like, one of those. Like, it's like a hundred years old, and it would take me forever. <laughs> we uh the guy who's on the podcast with us, Briar, he has yeah. one, and he posted a video in our Discord actually the other day because we were talking about these, and he was like, I fucking yeah. love it. I just sharpen it every once in a while and it just cuts right through. It's silent. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, he like talked me into getting one. It is <laughs> it is completely silent, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, I'm like, I'd rather just get the job done quickly. <laughs> I mean, I guess it depends. He said it cuts right through. And like on his video, he was doing it one handed and it was working pretty well for him. Yeah. So I don't know. He had me pretty well convinced, but they make like new ones. Obviously, I don't know how well like a oh, 100 year old one would work, but like yeah. the new ones with like the, you know, different blades or something. I'm sure that they might work a little bit better, but I don't know. I think it'd be worth it. Again, I'm still just scared of my dogs I, I, they're so stupid and they like to stick their nose into everything i'd just be afraid <laughs> they'd run right into it while i'm walking and not looking or something oh this is it i'm gonna i'm gonna post this in our chat the audience won't be able to see this but yeah it's just these super old like lawnmowers his is not oh, green awesome. his is so his is so rusted it's just all brown Oh, okay. I was gonna say that doesn't look like it's in bad shape, but okay, yeah, that's yeah. that's not yours. Yeah, that's yeah. that's obviously his. That's just some random one I found <laughs> online to illustrate my point. But that's literally what it is. It's that that style. You just push it around. It just is a little as it's turning. <laughs> yeah, that's sweet though. But yeah, like that. Like he has like I don't know how many like scythes 
in his shed. I'm like, first of all, I'm not letting my grass grow so tall that I need to use a scythe, but. <laughs> oh, a scythe. I didn't understand what yeah. you said. Oh, sorry. A scythe. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine? That's hardcore, though. You know, they would come to your house to fuck with you if they saw you. They're fascinating. Your yard actually, people use them. It is interesting. Where it's just like, dude, like watching someone who knows what they're doing. It's really interesting because they're like, dude, 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 dude. And it's all cut and they just pull it down. And it's all nice and neat. And it's like, it looks fantastic. But. I just don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. I, I prefer modern technology most often in these cases. Anything that lessens the amount of work I have to do where I can get back to things I'm passionate about is, is ideal. If I did that, I, I know that there's two things that would happen. One is my yard would be completely uneven because there's no fucking mm -hmm. way in hell I would be accurate with. And the and then you, you uh, turn into a an anime character like a lolly. It's a small girl <laughs> with a giant scythe. That, that's probably what will happen. Yeah, exactly. I turned yeah. into a small girl specifically. That that's what happens mm -hmm. when I mow my yard too. I like. Well, oh, you're legal because you're actually a couple thousand years old, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so legal though. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Oh man, but I, I feel like the other thing would be I wouldn't have ankles. I would I would mm -hmm. get myself every time. I'm so uncoordinated. There's no fucking way I can barely work it's out. It's weird because like myself. they you hold the site, but then there's like a little notch on it that's like six inches long, maybe depends yeah, on that which handle. Yeah, and you hold onto that, so you're holding it fully extended away, so it's never actually even remotely near you. Uh, but yeah, I I mean I'm not a professional, obviously. I, I was born in the modern era, um, but yeah, it's it's they're interesting, but I'd rather use a lawn like a, an actual lawnmower. <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of into this. I think I'm gonna dress up in a in an outfit and go out. Yeah, dark my yard. black hood in the middle of the night. <laughs> walking along only mow the yard at and at midnight yeah. <laughs> yeah and people come out and you just slowly extend your hand to them like yeah. uh, you know beckoning them towards you to, to join them and they, they run back inside and you know their wife doesn't believe them and she's like i'm tired of this you know it's i can't put up with neighbor. this you're you know you're you're constantly coming and telling me ridiculous stories at night i i think we need to <laughs> separate and they get a divorce and their whole family falls apart. The kids are upset, but they pick to stay with their mom because their dad's hallucinating. They don't feel safe with them. Then you pull a Zillow on them, buy the house, and flip it. Yeah, yeah. And you're That's like, go along, <laughs> <laughs> and then rinse and repeat. You just keep getting them going. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. like I hope it doesn't bother you guys, but I do cut my yard with a scythe. That kind of bothered the last people. Um, I'll try yeah. and be not as. If it's any consolation, your soul will be guided to a better place. Yeah, the river yeah. sticks is just across the way. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Oh man. Anyway, we're we could probably wrap up here pretty soon. We're a little over an hour. Went a bit later than I anticipated, but I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to touch on before we wrap up here. Um, nothing I can think of really. I mean, it's just uh, I think we we started out with the anime D and D mm -hmm. and um. We, we kind of brought side. back full circle with the lolly girl with the scythe. That's, yeah, there we go. Yeah. That's true. This is what I like. I like I like having a conversation with somebody. I don't like mm -hmm. going under the, the podcast and them being like, we have to stick on this topic because I am a wanderer. I will talk yeah. about fucking whatever. <laughs> uh, obviously, it's everyone's like preference. I find it way easier to listen to shows where it's like I don't have to sit there and focus on the specific segments a lot of the times. It's yeah, we've it's done it from time to time where we've had specific segments, but I'm like, it's whatever. But yeah. if it's wandering, it's like, okay, 
it's just easier to listen to at times. But well, as long as there's not like a lull too, I feel like that comes across in the audio yeah. really plainly as if like, Oh wait, they ran out of things to talk about, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. But no, I'm good. I mean, I feel like, uh, I feel like that was I'll, fun. I like I'll it. ask you this. I'll ask you this before we go. Since I had brought back up, what are your thoughts on the way people portray like, like lollies in, in anime as a community? I, I don't know. I mean, I guess Hmm. I think it's a complicated subject because Hmm. Japan's legal limit or legal age or whatever is so low that like, Hmm. because I think I I might be talking on my ass here, but I think it's somewhere in the teens of like not 18. You can say any number you want. I will have no idea. I think (laughs) it's hang on. I got a Google box right next to me. Cause like talking on my ass. It's, I find it straight. Like it's, there are times where it's like, I get the character supposed to look younger or whatever, but there are some instances where it's like, this is a child essentially. And, but they're like, yeah, but she's like a thousand year old vampire. And oh, like, to me it's... Good for Japan. I just found this. They oh, you know what? I saw they raised it and people were mad about that. Now that you met, I, I realized what you're reacting to probably. Yeah. They raised it from Jesus Christ. They raised it from 13 <laughs> to Jeez, 16. That is. That was really recently. Better. That's 2023. <laughs> Holy crap. But yeah, I, yeah the second you reacted like that, I was like, that's right. I saw people like posting on like Reddit where it's like, look at these neckbeards complaining that yeah. Japan is taking away. I forget how they phrase it. Oh, like, oh, they're disgusting. taking away your bastion of hope. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's so disgusting. Why? Just yeah. why? Like they're children. It's that's yeah. so gross. But uh, I think that it comes off through animes because that's the culture that those guys live in. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If 13 is your legal age of consent, then sure. Drawing high schoolers as super sexualized just comes off as natural, right? Like if they've been able to legally uh, consent to sex with an adult since they were 13 years old, then by high school, they're way more than past that age. So mm-hmm. why not? I, I think that's why you see, and that's I mean, this is just personal theory of mine. I think that's why you see, so many high school themed anime stuff is because that's when their adulthood is really mm-hmm. like flourishing almost. I mean, it's like us in college, you know, it's like we, they, they, they have already been through so much of a, I don't know, adult experience as at to least one or two school shootings by that point. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My, my wife's sister is still in high school and I just, that scares the shit out of me. Yeah. But um, the uh, the the age thing—it's just so—it's such such a disconnect from us in the West, where it's like, you know, we—it's hard to understand how they portray things and their reality as compared to ours, because yeah. for them, having a sexualized teenager is just, you know, a sexualized teenager in high school, I guess, even is just kind of a norm. It's like, oh, well, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's well past 13 uh, and now it's 16, which is nice. But uh, I, I just feel like they, it's a different culture and I'm not going to say it's good. I, me personally, I think it's gross, but I, I'm not going to like the internet people. culture surrounding it is worse than. Oh yeah, for sure. All the, the fucking culture from America who want to fuck 13 year olds. That's disgusting. I'm, I'll take a stance it's like, on that. <laughs> there are situations where it's like, I'm exaggerating for the sake of argument here, but it's like, this is a child in diapers and like, yeah, but she's 10,000 years old. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, all right. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like, especially when it comes to 
those things I, I i don't know i guess live and let live i really couldn't as long as they're not acting on shit yeah whatever i, I guess i, was, I don't yeah. know i was gonna say like i've i've maintained the stance on the show in my personal life to be fair where it's like i've always said like as long not related to this specifically just in general i'm like as long as what you're doing doesn't hurt affect anyone negatively i don't really care what you're doing like i don't i don't think it should be anyone's business because like, yeah yeah and i mean if that's it's whatever I, I actually wrote a whole uh, paper is my last um, it's not like a thesis or anything. It was a bachelor's degree, but it was like my, for one of my last classes, I had to write a paper and we had to make like a, I think it was sexual health or something like that. Mm. And uh, I wrote one on pedophilia and how it's like viewed here. And the thing is, is pedophiles have a really tough time in society because even like, uh, like a pedophile trying to seek help for like therapy or something like that. Those are some of the rare instances where they might like turn you in or they might do something about it and it makes Mm. them scared. It makes them very scared to talk about. And in the paper, I think I I made the argument that basically there needs to be more help for these people because Mm. if they're not able to uh, talk to someone, if they're not able to like get this out, then they're going to, act on it that's what builds up the tension that's what bottles them up and then they release it on some poor kid who's going to have their life traumatized and possibly Mm -hmm. repeat the cycle but it's so stigmatized in in society that nobody's going to admit to it nobody's going to do anything like that um but but the papers and stuff that i i cited basically show that it can technically be like a sexuality if that makes sense and it's not that it's recognizing it as a sexuality doesn't acknowledge that it's okay. That's not saying it's a good thing to happen, but I feel Mm -hmm. like that's a definite step towards helping them because if you can recognize that this is your sexual preference and this is something that you want to get help with, I think you should be able to before it turns into something where you're just in prison or something like that. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like they, they're people too and it sucks, but I feel like it should be a more, talked about thing that people could be a little bit more open about where they can see helping them solve the problem before immediately criminalizing them essentially i mean it's exactly it's just like any other mental health issue right like if you're if you're uh if you're bipolar or something like that if Mm -hmm. you don't get treatment for your schizophrenia you're more Mm -hmm. likely to be a danger to others and and stuff you go on like twitter and start blaming jewish people for everything and (laughs) yeah exactly your music career go down the drain and your wife leaves you and just throwing out hypotheticals just hypotheticals yeah this has never happened in real life and then you go back on twitter and say oh i watched pineapple express turns out jewish people are okay Uh, (laughs) wear a weird mask on uh info wars um but yeah they uh (laughs) hypothetically hypothetically if that ever happened but but i think that they deserve help and that's that's i guess my biggest stance is that like Mm -hmm. i think we should i think all these posts that you see online all the time where it's like oh, I got the help for a pedophile and it'll be like a noose hanging from a tree or something. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. you're perpetuating this. You're just going to make them want to hide in secret, bottle it up, become mentally unstable, and then release it on somebody. You're just yeah. perpetuating the cycle. You're not helping anything if you're constantly saying that, oh, we need to hang all pedophiles. We need to do something mm-hmm. like that. It's like, no, we should help them. They're people, you know? It's like, I don't know, maybe I'm just a bleeding heart. I here, mean, but- I'm a... I make jokes about like guns and stuff like that. Like it's the only way I know how to deal with stuff. Yeah, like right. I joke about it, but at the end of the day, it's like, 
that's like the go-to response of like like all these shootings and stuff is either on one side it's you know we need to like rein in like guns and like uh you know put up like stronger red flag laws make it more difficult to get guns and the other side will say you know it's a mental health issue but we don't do anything like i feel like there obviously steps have been taken to an extent for mental health issues but not much in my mind for like, yeah, not enough clearly you know because it, it's so stigmatized like oh you have you have mental health problems like pussy you know it, it's yeah like you go see a therapist haha you must be so fucked up yeah. <laughs> like it, it's it's, that. it's so weird that we like treat people like shit for trying to improve themselves in a lot of these cases. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just a human nature thing of like, I want to belittle you for bettering yourself because I can't do it myself. I guess, and, yeah. You know, like I'm jealous, like a deep latent jealousy or something. I don't know. It's got to be because I don't think anybody's got it figured out, right? Like nobody's mm-hmm. a fucking perfectly well-adjusted human being like it's just not possible it's really fucking hard life sucks and being able to actually talk about it helps so much it's ridiculous i know i went to therapy and it made a world of difference for me Hmm. uh and it's just like i think anybody should be able to do it and regardless of whatever your your mental state is if you feel like you need someone to talk to there's no shame in it you know just do it even like like people who aren't depressed like it's useful and to an extent of I just want to figure out where I'm at in life or whatever. Like what my, like, yeah, I don't want to say existential crisis, but like a mild version of like just sorting your life out to an extent. You're not experiencing major problems or anything. It's just, how can I improve myself? How can I change my situation? Yeah. And I feel like that's the the role that a lot of people's parents just don't take. It's more just like go figure it out type thing. And it's a lot of people missing that guidance. And it's there's like a lot of people who are parents that shouldn't be parents. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like, it's like, how am I supposed to talk to my kids about this? Have you ever talked to your kid about anything? Well, oh, no. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> fuck no. Yeah. You see them? They're demons. <laughs> yeah. When was the yeah, last time you so. sat down and had a conversation with your child? They don't want to listen to me. Is it because you tell them to sit down and shut the hell up? Like, yeah. Is it because they don't get a say or opinion? Because yeah. you don't think they're people? Yeah, that's a whole other thing. Fuck. <laughs> I, I think children get a really bad, really bad rap here in uh, the United States for sure because uh, they're the only population here that gets taxation without representation. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like you can work yeah. at age 14, 15. I mean, I think fucking somewhere. I started just, working when I was 12. Yeah, me too. I think somewhere uh, just not on the that. books, obviously, but right. Yeah, I worked in my dad's welding shop, but yeah. um, they I had with a, a bunch of undocumented immigrants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I mean, it, it is what it is when it comes to that. But if if you are working in the United States, let's say you're like a kid working in high school and you work at uh, McDonald's or something like that, mm-hmm. you are paying taxes on your bills. Every time you get a check, you're paying the tax. You still have to pay everything. When you go to a store and buy something, you're still paying the tax on mm-hmm. that, but you can't vote. That mm-hmm. is the definition of taxation without representation. And that's something that we're supposedly not doing here in the U S except for a giant part of the workforce, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like or people in Washington, DC. To an extent, you don't uh, have representation. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you can vote for like the president, local, uh, you know, leadership perhaps, but not actual representatives. Yeah. Just don't get them. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then here in Ohio, I mean, we have representatives that don't fucking represent anything. We just voted mm-hmm. to pass uh, issue one and issue two, which are the abortion uh, amendment. And then the other one was for legalization of cannabis. Mm-hmm. And they're, oh, that, they were like, we're not going to do this. They're like was, fucking uh, with the yeah. bill, apparently. They're they're yeah. they're trying to like it passed from a voter initiative and they passed mm-hmm. from i think it was insane like it was a lot of people voted yes uh like bigger margins than i even thought it would be and they're fucking with it they're saying like oh yeah no i think we're gonna do it so that counties can decide and like oh yeah. it depends on this thing and that it's like what the fuck what's the point of voting if you guys just get the final say anyway if, mm-hmm. if there's if there's a voter initiated proposition and everyone voted yes on it then isn't that democracy? Isn't that everyone who lives in this place who would be affected by this rule made a decision on how to do it? But then this small group of people get to change it however they feel fit? That's not democracy. That's a republic or whatever the hell where you guys are just fucking with it. It's ridiculous. Uh, I don't know. It just pisses me off. <laughs> not to get onto, uh, you know, political stuff at the end, but yeah. Those, those, the people doing that are the same people that have wide stances in men's bathrooms, but they're not gay. <laughs> yeah exactly if you if you have any memory of that situation when that happened uh, no i don't remember what, what was I that i don't even remember what year that was that i might even before i was born i have no memory i don't know i just know of the issue it was a, a republican representative or congressman and he would go into bathrooms and solicit gay sex out of guys he'd move his foot into like the stalls next to him and tap on their feet letting him know he was interested and then he did it to somebody that was not interested and they ratted him out and he's like i just have a wide stance i'm a wide guy and he's a very slim guy <laughs> that's fucking hilarious man yeah. the day's pre-grinder yeah <laughs> <laughs> probably a lot easier now oh man yeah it, maybe you're like a certain congressman from south carolina who insists that he's not gay even though he's in his late 60s and has never been in a public relationship that's fine, man. Why are, yeah. come on. Like, no, it, like I said, it's, it's so weird. So, it's, it's, I don't get, I don't get it. It's such a non-issue. I feel like, like, are, <laughs> is anyone seriously still mad about gay people? Like what that's the fuck? I feel about most issues to be fair, like social related issues. I'm like, why do you care why do what you people do care? in their free time? It doesn't yeah. hurt anyone. It doesn't, it literally doesn't even affect you financially. I don't know why it matters to you. There's nothing to them. It's like, I, I don't know. People just got to be in other people's business, I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah. So weird. But I couldn't imagine living my life like that where I just give a shit about everyone else's stuff so much. Like, I couldn't give a fuck less who you do or what you do. As long as you're leaving me alone, I don't care. Like This needs to be my new stance on the show where I just really continuously go in on people that are into lollies. And just really <laughs> make it, like, really get super defensive against it to the point where people start questioning me. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the Jed- Dead Jester podcast. If you're a lolly, go fuck yourself. Um, my name. Yeah, is- we don't like that at all here. Here are <laughs> yeah. some examples of my most hated ones. And every day, every single episode, I have a segment of like <laughs> dozens of them where I'm naming the characters by name from the specific episodes and like specific things they're doing. Where it's clear I've done like hundreds of hours of research. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and that's why they're terrible, and, and we that's don't why like they're them so here. bad. And if you know yeah. any more, send me the links to them so yeah, I can tell me them. tell me websites I can avoid. <laughs> so I, I make sure I don't run into them. <laughs> yeah. Cause I keep getting this annoying message on Pornhub. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Does anyone else find it weird that all these ads keep popping up for this weird <laughs> stuff? 
that's my favorite when you see that in actual like congressional hearings like why do i keep getting ads for gay porn it's like (laughs) buddy let me explain how this works (laughs) (laughs) oh my god has somebody actually said that that's hilarious i don't know if it was gay porn but it was like something equivalent to that like that style of thing where they're writing themselves out why do i always get ads for this like well because you're searching for that that's how those ads work yeah, I remember. I I remember. I saw one of. It might have uh, been gay porn. I don't remember. There was like this really disconnected guy who was in one of those hearings, and they were doing something with Google, and they had like the mm. the CEO of Google on the stand, and he mm. asked him something about like, so why does my phone have uh, ads popping up in the front screen? That's like a violation of privacy. Something, something, something. Yeah. And he's like, well, what ads are popping up? And he's like, well, it's the Apple's, you know, something, something store. And he's like. Apple's a different company. I think you're yeah, I know you're exactly complaining you're to the yeah. wrong person. <laughs> like, what the fuck? That, like, they'll complain like Facebook on like different stuff. It's like they have no idea like what's happening, like how no, it works or anything. No, they don't. It's know like, why shit. are these people allowed to make decisions about this? It's wild. Yeah, I I saw that um, guy. I don't remember who it was. The one representative or something who said like, are like the tubes getting clogged up? Is that why the internet's slow? He's like, that's not how this works. <laughs> Wow, (laughs) there's too much data on the wire. Yeah, too much information, so it gets clogged up. Okay, Uh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, you should be running the country. You're right. You're you're absolutely right. I keep running. I keep jokingly running the idea past my girlfriend. Like, I'm gonna be old enough to run for Congress in the next election. Oh, for thirty? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, hmm. Good luck. There's no ad win. I've I have no connections, like enough, like connections locally to do anything. Like it just, there's no chance. But it'd be entertaining. It'd be fun to run. Can you just put your name on it and like not? You do can't. Anything? The problem is if you want to get like on tickets and things like that, and like get actual backing from parties, you have to have like the fundraising is a difficult thing. Like you have to raise certain amounts of money, Lame. and I forget how much it is. Like for certain things, it's clear you have to have like actual like lobby investors. Yeah. In order to raise it in a certain amount, unless you're like actually wealthy to begin with, which is exactly like that's literally what it's like. You have to have money to get involved, which is like it's a public office. Why should you have to have money to be involved in this at all? If anything, this should be the most accessible. Yeah. I know. I think it's for like uh, appointments to like um, not cabinet positions, but like councils and stuff. I think it's like three quarters of a million dollars you have to raise. Holy and it's crap. like, okay, clearly I'm going to have to take bribes if I want to raise enough money to be involved in that. Well, yeah. And so how much like, does the position actually pay? Oh, like 147,000 a year, I think. Yeah. It, that's actually pretty good. But still, that's not it, enough. It to... is. But then you look at like the wealth, like the val- like the net worth of a lot of the people like in Congress. And it's all like Brilliant. they get in Congress they, before they're in Congress. It's like, oh, their net worth, like. 150,000 after two years in Congress net worth 32 million. It's like, Oh, they're taking bribes and just insider trading left and right. Like Jesus. Yeah. Hashtag abolish lobbyist. Yeah. But yeah, no, I've jokingly floated the idea of running for office. Cause I think that'd be hilarious. And stranger things have happened, (laughs) especially on like the local, local level. It's like, yeah, I'm sure I could convince people to vote for me. I just come in and be like, Hey, do you hate what's going on? Yes. Well, let me tell you, I'm not going to, I'm just going to not ruin everything. I'm just, I'm going to make no rash decisions. I'm just going to consolidate it and cut spending in general. 
I promise you I'm going to try and do my absolute best to do nothing. Absolutely yes. nothing. <laughs> but I won't annoy you. <laughs> I feel like, especially like in my, like my local county, I'm, I feel very confident that I could win because it's like taxes are insane. I'm like, I can lower taxes. Where do you live? Uh, I live in central Pennsylvania. I can. Oh, that's right. You said Pennsylvania. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's, it's insane here. And uh, it's literally because they just throw money around with reckless abandon. Oh, that school that we built like two years ago, you want to replace the entire HVAC system? Let's do it. Uh, how? Oh, we're putting up the, the Christmas tree. We need $50,000 for the lights. It's like, what? What, what, do you, what do you mean? It's like, oh, just just all the money. Just give us all the money. Uh, it doesn't make sense how we're spending it, like that it could possibly cost this much. It's like, okay, I feel like you're just literally stealing money from people at this point, but whatever. Yeah, don't pay the teachers more. Get better lights. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, what if I ran and, and won? Like, how funny would that be? How terrifying would that be? <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen to your representative on your podcast. That'd be cool. Yeah, that would be kind of cool though to actually like know your representative. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, but yeah, it. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Have to see. I, on one hand, I'm like, it'd be neat to to do it, but on the other hand, it's like. I really don't feel like dealing with the scrutiny of those positions. Oh God, and <laughs> like, the fucking... not that I do anything crazy or stupid. It's like I just make jokes that people are going to get offended by. It's like, oh, yeah. look what he said. Kick him out. <laughs> Five years ago, especially when you run a podcast, because they'll just come through every fucking thing. I mean, I have said. content online from 2007. They're gonna be like, look at this. This he 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 called someone a retard. It's like, it, yeah. well, he was in was, high school. I was 12 at the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck, dude, you bring everything back. Come on. Yeah. No, I, there was, a, it's funny you talk about schools because there's a really funny story right next to me. There's a place called Marion, Marion, Ohio. And mm-hmm. there's, um, they had to rebuild a school called River Valley because the old school was giving kids cancer. It was built <laughs> on, a uh, military waste, uh, what, what is it? It's like biohazard and waste disposal. Mm-hmm. It was the largest one in World War II. Oh, and geez. they, but like, there's uh, accounts of people basically just throwing like toxic waste and shit into the ditches mm-hmm. and just burning it. But apparently, a lot of the people who were playing on, like, I think it was like the football team or something got cancer, like leukemia, oh, and died at like earlier, like mid 20s or something Jeez. because they were running around in a field that had a shit ton of toxic waste in it in like the <laughs> 80s and 90s. So they had to rebuild the entire school uh, down, like down the road, and they closed this off. So there's this I, giant. It'd be way funnier there. if they just re they demolish it and rebuild it on the same spot, thinking that would fix the problem. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, no, they <laughs> even to this day they're still doing tests on it. They have like wells mm-hmm. and stuff that they check for uh, the toxicity level of the groundwater or whatever that's near yeah. it. And uh, to this day, they still say that there's there the cancer is not related. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. they determine that no one's going to get any money out of this, but we're still going to spend millions of dollars on a new school and an initiative to clean up the site and everything. Yeah. But no, you didn't get cancer from it. That's fine. Mm-hmm. We like, had, we had something similar. It wasn't at my school, but it was like 300 yards away, rough, maybe a little bit further than that. But uh, they it was this old building which they tore down, where at the time. I mean, this is probably 60 years ago now. Uh, they did like paint it. They painted with, uh, I forget the which chemical it was, but it's the, it's the stuff that will like glow in the dark. And so like they would hand paint like clocks and watches and things like that. 
And so they'd be taking the ink, you know, like mm. licking it on their tongue to keep it wet and then painting. And my uncle worked there and really? they off. Yeah. They would offer to like fly him out to, I think Chicago all the time to get like tested and stuff like that. And while I was in high school, they tore the building down. It had been closed for years, but they, they tore the building down, removed all the rubble and they dug up like all of the dirt to like clear it out. Cause like all the chemicals were just dumped in the ground. Yeah, I think they made a movie about those people, didn't they? Like the Atomic Girls or something like that. Maybe I'm not. It, that does sound familiar, actually. I, I think, it, but I know what yeah. you're talking about because the the I can't remember what they were using as the paint, but that's radium like the glow in the dark radium. Yeah, and they would lick the mm-hmm. tip because it made it a finer point, mm-hmm. and every single one of them had their jaws fall off. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, man. my uncle did not have that, but uh, yeah, they like I said, they they'd be like, oh, just preemptive testing. You want to fly on out here? He's like, no, nah, I'm fine. That's fucking and, wild. He's in his 80s, still fine. I feel like if something was going to happen, it would have happened by now, probably. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, shit, he got lucky then. I yeah. saw a, I, I was reading yeah, about Instead, he that. got his helicopter shot down. Exist. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Yeah. I guess that's yeah. not very lucky then. But the, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the girls, I, I was reading about that the other day because I was on a random Reddit thread. So it's funny you bring that up. But the, goes, yeah. the money that they finally settled for afterward went to pay for the funeral cost of the, the women. Like it didn't not even, surprising. it's not like their family got any sort of retribution or anything. It just paid for yeah. their funeral costs. That's it. <laughs> Fucking crazy. That's the thing. They just, they just go to court and wait until everyone's dead and be like, fine, fine. We'll cover the funeral costs. It's like, yeah. What about the families? They weren't the ones affected by it. Yeah, Why they would they get there? there? They're yeah. not affected by their loved one having their jaw fall off and die at 30. What the fuck do you mean? <laughs> but if you need a job, we can give them a job. <laughs> yeah, we have this great radium ingestion testing plant down the road. Like, yeah. uh, well, we're actually using a different kind of radionite on the watches. and yeah, you don't have to This one's 100% more effective. You will yeah. glow in the dark. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh my God, that's so sad. Welcome to I mean, America. they still, not to the accent, but they still do stuff like that. I mean, you can, I don't know oh, if you, no. just, you can probably just go online and find a bird. Like it's just, they've gotten through like animal testing. And so now it's like, oh, we're going to test to some people. Come in, we'll pay you a hundred dollars. You sign the waiver and we'll report back to you. You report back to us in a week or two with any potential side effects. Yeah. And that's literally what they do. And yeah, but college I think those kids ones are, do that all the time. Those ones are a books. little bit more like I feel like tested. Don't they test them on animals and shit before they? Ever yeah, go to say, the yeah they, like I said, that's something yeah. they they wait until after the animals have been brutally tortured and. <laughs> oh well, that's and nice. like all right, finally we can move on to people. <laughs> yeah, great. Now we can finally torture some some people up in here. It's about time. I'm licking my like, chops. What, what side effects did you have? Oh, you know, I just bleed out my eyes. My everything hurts. Uh, I've, I lost, you know, my vision, smell, taste. I can't really feel anything at this point. Shit, but you uh, lost I, I just feel like pounds. I'm vibrating all the time. That's you good. Did before. you did you experience the positive effects of medicine? Yeah, my nails look a little bit more white now, so that's good. <laughs> well, it looks like it's a successful dietary supplement. <laughs> we'll just tell them about these side effects, and they'll be good. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. It's like anything can be labeled a supplement. That's yeah. the, the scary thing. Yeah. We live in a basically giant experimentation with all these weird holistic crap that you can buy on the shelves anymore. I mean, we're one of the rare countries where you can market not 
fully tested medicine on national television. Hell yeah. How else are they going to mm. buy it? You got to tell your doctor about it first, but you know, that's, chain of that's, what, that's what you want to do is go to your doctor and tell them what you think you should be taking. I know, right? Yeah. Why do they always say, tell your doctor to try this thing today? Like he's my doctor. Tell the medical professional that you go to for advice, what they should be doing. Yeah. Don't listen Trust to us. trying to kill We're you for the money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have, we have your best wallets in my, I mean, uh, safety in mind totally <laughs> side effects will include death yeah oh, okay no, you're gonna die <laughs> but you're gonna look, look great, great. <laughs> you're gonna be behind the prettiest fucking corpse <laughs> yeah. it's like oh my god it's it's so sad dead at 22 but god damn that smile <laughs> jesus look at look at those abs that whitening <laughs> toothpaste does the trick yeah. it sucks that it's filled with with mercury <laughs> <laughs> But it just Why really do they tell you to ingest off. it and swallow it? That seems weird. Toothpaces, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you that, will die. I mean, that's not something like I had to experience. It was like, that was a thing back in the day where you'd see people like handling mercury and like, oh, yeah. look at it. Like you can pour it back and forth in your hands. It's like, that's and looking back at it, it's like, oh, watch these people actively poisoning themselves. <laughs> There's a, um ancient Chinese emperor who got buried with a river of mercury because they thought it was the secret to immortal life. Yeah. It's wild. It's crazy. Some of the shit people do, but no, that's going to be like the, you know, 10 years from now where people with like all the vapes and stuff, that could be the case. Oh, It's like, Oh, watch them inhale. Like, I know like talking to my sister about that or she'll make fun of like people smoking cigarettes. I'm like, you're inhaling raw chemicals. Like you're just heating them up first. Like it's the same thing, but it's just more direct. No, it's, it's, uh, I used to actually vape. Okay. You'll know (laughs) more. I'm just, but, I'm just um, shit talking her, but no, 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 no. Yeah. I'm with you on it. I mean, I think it's dumb that I ever did it, but the, what I was going to say is they use, uh, it's, they'll say it's like VGPG is what they mix it with. So it's mm. vegetable glycine and propanol something. I can't remember what it's called, but they are FDA approved safe for human consumption. Mm. But the way that mm. they did it was their, their FDA approved consumption safe for eating, not for inhaling. Mm. But they still put it in there because they're like, oh, it's FDA safe. It's fine. They said it they won't hurt anybody. But it's like, well, no, it's <laughs> not how it's supposed to be. What the fuck? It's sort of like with the THC, like, O products and stuff, right? Where mm-hmm. it's nine. legal because it's not like pure THC. But the second you burn it, it changes to regular THC or something. I forget exactly yeah. how science works, but like something like that. Where it's like, yeah. oh, it's legal. And then you burn it and then it's the normal. It's the other product but you've already purchased it illegally. So it's fine. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It's a weird time we live in where people won't legalize pot, but they will like let you sell a pen at a gas station. That's full of chemicals that basically yeah. do the same thing. It's like, come it's on. Still- <laughs> I mean, I, I maintain it. Like, again, like I don't care what people do, but like, it's weird to me. It's like alcohol. Totally fine. Weed. No. Yeah. No, it's all because they haven't found a way to completely capitalize on the like corner of the market and figure out how to make it as much money from it as possible while preventing other people from having access to it. That's why I like, uh, like I've been a medical, uh, I've had medical card for two years Mm -hmm. now. So I've been smoking weed like forever. I mean, I've been smoking longer than that, but, uh, the for two years exactly right when you got your medical yep, coverage right when i got experience. my medical card it was the first time i ever smoked it was crazy yeah. um <laughs> but you're like the, no thanks i prefer to be on the up and up straight and narrow 
Ooh, legal pot. But uh, <laughs> the um, that's why I was really excited about this bill because Ohio actually put into it that you can grow your own, which mm. is sweet because oh, that's I why they're upset about it. Yeah, that's why they're pissed and trying to fuck with it is because they can't make a shit ton of money if people are growing their own. Um, But that's why I thought it was so cool is because like, I don't like manufactured stuff. You know what I mean? Like I try and we've been talking about like maybe making a garden here even or something because like you just never know what the fuck people put in stuff. And from the things I saw, like the dispensary weed that they sell, they put pesticides on it that have, again, they've been proven, you know, FDA safe for human consumption, but it's pesticides that are safe for human consumption on food, not on inhalants. Mm. So when you're inhaling this, we don't know what happens, you know? And it's just like, yeah. well, what the fuck? <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's it's nuts. There, like I said, I have very little experience at all. The only experience I really have is uh, edibles that a friend had sent me. And they were like, eh, whatever. And then I had ordered these hundred milligram uh delta eight gummy bears and i was oh told like oh don't eat the whole thing i was like cool got it yeah. won't do it i ate like a foot of one i had like nothing no reaction i was like okay i'll eat a tiny bit more still like no reaction so i'm like all right i'm gonna eat like half of it and i took a bite and it was way more than half i was like all right well we'll see what happens and like i some time passed i have no idea how long <laughs> And I just found myself sitting here like hyperventilating on, on my computer watching uh what is the prank show? I don't even remember what it's called. Um like Impractical Jokers. Impractical Jokers, yeah. Thank ah. you. And I'm just like hyperventilating at it. It's like this is a show like I've seen before, and I never really laugh at it at all. And when I after I take this edible, I'm just like literally struggling to breathe. And I, I finally like come to my senses and I slap the space bar and I pause it. I'm just like, I need to like calm the fuck down. And, uh, I'm like, how do I do this? I'm like sweating profusely. And I'm like, everything is like vibrating. I'm like, the room is spinning. I'm like, I know what I'll do to calm down. I'll go get in the shower, which is the stupidest idea. I have like no balance. I'm like, I'm all over the place. So I get in there. I'm taking a cold shower everything is spinning i'm like trapped in the shower because i can't find my way out (laughs) and eventually i get out again i have no idea how much time has passed at this point and i go and i like lay down in bed and i'm just drinking as much water as i can which may have been next to nothing i have no idea what i'm doing there's no concept of time when you're that yeah I, I, (laughs) i sleep for some amount of time and then my girlfriend gets home and i wake up and i'm like Hey, not feeling well. I'm going to go lay down for a bit. <laughs> that's what I did. I just I slept. I just slept it off. There's a, I was like, that was horrible. <laughs> there's a really common joke about edibles online that you'll see where it's like, edibles will not work until you talk shit about them. That's the mm-hmm. only time that they work is when you say, <laughs> man, I don't feel anything. That's when you start to get hit by the edibles. I, like, <laughs> I didn't do the thing that some people do apparently where it's like, oh, this doesn't work. I'll have more right away. That's not what I did. I literally did it like individual settings. Like one day is like a tiny little bit. A couple of days later, another tiny little bite. Really? And you still yeah. had that. Wow. It, it was That's weird. Crazy. Like I don't, like I said, I had literally zero reaction the first two times. And I was like, That's weird. So that's why I took the the bigger piece of it. And then I was like, oh, this is absolutely horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Shouldn't have jumped right into the 100 milligram ones probably. But, you know. (laughs) Yeah. I 
I'm having a big, zero experience going into it. <laughs> not that I've ever done it before, but I'm a really big uh, LSD enthusiast. Mm. And that's one of those things. You take some acid yeah. and it takes like uh, an hour or so to kick in. And uh, okay. I don't know how many times I've been like, oh yeah, this is fucking nothing, whatever. Maybe this is bad acid, something. And then uh, you go sit down, watch a show, and then all of a sudden everything starts fucking moving around. It's like, whoa, <laughs> okay. I guess this is all right. <laughs> that one's the worst though, because acids, acids hitting you is like a brick. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh <laughs> fuck, now everything's wrong and the world's not looking right. <laughs> That's like I said, like looking back at it, like I know like the general like brush strokes of my experience, but like I couldn't tell you like specifics of anything. Like, I couldn't tell you how long it took to like feel it. Like I remember like sitting here in my chair and feeling like the chair was vibrating. Yeah. Like stuff like that. But I couldn't tell you how long it was, like how long I was in the shower for trying to like figure out how to get out of it. <laughs> That's fucking wild. Which in hindsight is hilarious being stuck yeah. in my shower. <laughs> well, and like those are the dangers of marijuana. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, come on, people. Why is this illegal? It's just a yeah. fucking you might well, have to, like it's weird to me that that's drive, illegal, but... but like but like alcohol is perfectly legal. Mm-hmm. I'm like either do like legalize all of them or none of them. Like it. I like, Oh, my, I'm on a girlfriend's. Okay. interestingly there's a uh a country i, I want to say it's peru and i'm probably super fucking wrong but there's a mm-hmm. a country that legalized all um like drugs basically like it's not illegal to use drugs uh yeah. it's illegal to have them in your possession and it's illegal to sell like they mm-hmm. they like opened up the penalty but all the money that came from it goes into rehabilitation services and they made mental health stuff way more accessible and their drug usage went way down because they mm-hmm. they did that. They they like toughened up on the drug smuggling and they lessened on people who were addicted. So people who are addicted to heroin and stuff won't get, you know, like in here in the US where it's like, oh yeah, technically we have like a needle exchange or you know, we'll have like a detox place. But there's always a cop there and there's always, you know, like this feeling of like, are they going to know who I am now and follow me or you know what I mean? Like, and and if you decriminalize it to the point where anybody is able to get help with their addiction, but you criminalize like the distribution, you know, you can really give it a one two punch and I think help with the like opioid crisis we have going on here. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a really complex issue that will make people be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because if you say something like, yeah, I think we should legalize heroin to make heroin addiction go down. It's like, what? Mm. That makes no fucking (laughs) sense. But like, no, it does. Like there's countries that have actually done this and it has been proven to work. But, you know, big pharma is never going to let shit like that happen because they like getting people hooked on pills. Mm. So it's it's, it's just weird to me. Because like I said, my, my girlfriend's dad was like that where he totally fine with alcohol, but he would treated like like marijuana like it was the worst possible thing in the world it's like oh god you get on that you use it and it's just you're a different person like you're just it's so much more dangerous like not really like it's a fucking plant dude chill yeah, like <laughs> not smoking crack <laughs> it's like how many drunk driving accidents are there every year that kill people compared to how many accidents with people like high on pot it's like i don't think you're gonna like the numbers yeah <laughs> Yeah, because stoners don't normally drive. Yeah, and don't drive on pot, people. Don't do it. <laughs> I, I, I will say, I think the numbers are skewed in the sense of like, 
how many people like I, especially because it, it it's not legal everywhere or at least even then like 10 years ago it's like if it's illegal it's the odds of people using it are smaller so you're gonna have a smaller sample size but then also like obviously you don't want to go out in public and risk getting caught high i guess either but that's true even well, still the the biggest issue and like uh i know here when they were doing all that campaigning this was one of the biggest things that got brought up is you can't tell when someone's high like you can't mm. tell when i mean obviously you can tell from like seeing people talking to people or if you knew they smoked but if you get pulled over by a cop they don't have a breathalyzer for pot you know what i mean like they can't Mm -hmm. the only thing they can do is like a mouth swab and that's even the next two days so like if you smoked the day before you could fail it and be driving sober so like that's the biggest issue with it so it's like i don't know if they even would have a a statistic on how many people Mm -hmm. drive high because how are you gonna prove it there's just no way until they can come up with something like that which i'm a huge advocate for i really wish they had like a breathalyzer for marijuana basically because it's unsafe like you shouldn't drive around high that's Mm -hmm. just very very dangerous but you also shouldn't be not allowed to smoke marijuana just because they don't have a good way of proving that you're not high you know what i mean like it's just a weird situation and you can't tell me with today's technology they can't come up with something that would be able to do it I don't know. Priority is probably in dick pills. The and priority bowling. is money. Once yeah. they figure out how to corner the market, they'll it'll be legal everywhere. Oh yeah, for like, sure. You know what? It turns out we're fine with it. Anyway, you can come buy make it into a now. pill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go USA. Anyway, we can uh, we could probably wrap here since I I initially wrapped up like an hour ago. An hour ago. <laughs> uh, I know. I was thinking about that, yeah. and then I looked up, and I'm like, holy shit! It's already been another hour. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, where can people go to to check out your stuff? Oh yeah, I do things. Um, <laughs> you can see uh, we are at Dungeon Shinobi on uh, X, Twitter, whatever. Um, it's Twitter. We don't call it X. Except it's, it's X videos. Twitter. Yeah. So uh, edit that. Out. It is X videos, but Twitter and everything. A, we post a lot of X videos. Um, yeah. But that's if you want to like tweet at us. We have a Discord that we're pretty active on, and then obviously you can go on to any streaming service or uh, you know Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever, to listen to our podcast, uh, Dungeons and Shinobi. It's an awesome. anime D and D. So if you're into that kind of thing, come check us out. Awesome. Yeah, and uh, you can go check out Productions.live. Got links to all of our stuff on there. Uh, thank you so much for coming on, man. I had a really good time chatting. Yeah, me too. Obviously, that was fun. Two hours in. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm but, I'm shooting to be the longest episode. That's my goal. <laughs> uh, no chance. Yeah, we've done like a four hour episode before. I forget Damn what it. the longest one is. It's, it's <laughs> there have been times where we're like this might be the longest one. And I go back, I'm like, oh, never mind. Uh, apparently that day I had way too much free time. <laughs> uh well, it was a pleasure, man. That was really fun. Thank you so much yeah, for having yeah. me. Thank you so much, man. And uh thank you guys for listening. We'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye.